that's fine, but it's not the driver. I do it for the same reason that Edison created telephonic communication, Oppenheimer harnessed nuclear fission, and DJ Kulhorik set up two turntables and a microphone on Sedgwick Avenue in the Bronx to move at great velocity towards a better future. Hello, I'd like to welcome y'all to Deck One Delt. Give me a second and I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Just Chris, Michelangelo with this thing. Cause I'm a ninja who likes him in orange tinge in my green scene. This little fellow, he's a Donatello. Mellow until you make him bellow. Tech skills that'll make you jello. We call him Keezy, this is Carvalhal. The Leonardo leader leading us to leave you bleeding from your jaw. With weapons to your neck. And all the deckheads who tune in every week are the Raphael of this set. You put Put us all together, you get rocked. These culture vulture shredders gonna fight and get shell shot. Yo, I ain't the most humble among us, but I'm humble enough that I don't call somebody a juff for hating my stuff. I just let them hate, let it marinate in their mind. Moving on, I got a couple shouts to consign. Shout to ZT's Fago guy, Gage, Corey, and Megs, Vinny Mac, McNasty, Hatred, all deck heads, wordplay, Lil Ninja, Stevie Wynn, all players, Juggalo, Rewind, Mr. Green, and Duh, Taylor, John. Dell, Mr. Mustard, and Sharif, PP Sack, and Mindfucks, all of y'all are beasts. Thank you all for tuning in and kicking it every week, just to bump a little music and to listen to us speak. Three-headed monster, yo, we do voodoo, grind you up and put your body in a toothpaste tube, use your goo to brush our teeth before we head off to sleep, spit you out into the sink and wash you down with some bleach, preach, yo, today we're doing House of Wax, and we're having the kickback chat with homeboy Mac, so Carver, hit the button, let the show begin. Deck one dealt, mom. Yo, we in, motherfucker. It's the end of the world. Love it. Woo-wee. Yes, <laughs> it is the end of the world. And it's also the beginning. Stop it. The beginning oh. of a brand new silent juggalo world. Gross. <laughs> We here for you, live yeah. and on the spot, yo. yo. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Slight fuck Recognize. up on my end. Yeah, Welcome slight everyone. Slight fuck up on the end there, but no, that hey, was amazing. Man, thank you. That was great, that man. Was that was that was a great wow. one. You know, one take, man. I mean, I had, to, I had to do something because McNasty is here with us today, and McNasty is a fucking barologist. And I was like, I'm coming with some bars. No, you brought it today, yeah. bro. Great intro to yeah. the show. That was that was fire. Absolute fire. That nice. Uh, all the shout outs, all the references, man. Look, this dude just. This is a. Th- and that was a throwaway for this guy. And it, yeah, and this guy yeah. has always done that type of shit. Like, I mean, right. he he can he can write a verse in like you know, ten minutes with like shout outs. Like every line has a shout out in it. Yeah, you know? man, that was incredible. Great yeah. job, man. Um, welcome everyone to Dequan Delt. This is uh, the best juggle podcast you will see today. I can bet you that. Uh, yeah. Uh, my, my, my name is my name is Kyle, aka Keezy, and these are my good friends. Hey, what's up? This is uh, just Chris or just Chris. Carver Law, y'all. Bruh. How you doing? Yes, sir. What can say, man? Killer. And, and we're back, man. Today, we're uh, going to be discussing House of Wax, which is a weird little CD ICB put out uh, a few years ago. Um, but uh, before that, we will be talking to one of the coolest underground MCs in the game. Dare I say the coolest? Uh, the coolest, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, now, absolutely. He's a very cool guy. We could all debate about his talent. 
I'm just kidding. I think he's <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, deck one, deck one. No, we love, we love this guy. We're going to bring him in uh, here just a second. I want everyone to give a big, get your, get your decks out. Okay. Give yeah. a, give a big, put, put your decks in your hands. <laughs> decks, no, decks in hands. Give it a, give it up for our homeboy. Give McNasty. a big shuffle. Give a big shuffle for McNasty. <laughs> shuffle it up. Yeah. Shuffle your decks. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucking man. Yo, yo, yo. yo. What's up, McNasty? What is what's what's up, guys? Well, we are chilling. good morning, good afternoon. How you doing? How you feeling? Happy Sunday. I'm uh I'm a little bit worn down. I did night of shrunken heads in Gallup, New Mexico last night. Oh, and we're I'm driving back to Phoenix right now. What oh, does man. what what is a night of shrunken heads? So Shrunken Head Entertainment is run by Razakel. Oh. So she had uh, like a festival in Gallup. It started at like four o'clock in the afternoon. And I think we left the venue around 1am mm, and it was like a ton of horrorcore rappers. So there's like people from her label and then like local people. And then like people that traveled from like Houston and oh. all over the place to play like worm from Illinois was there. Like vile house records was there. And yeah, sounds, ton like, of people. sounds like it's a big deal. In the underground. Well, it's the first time she did it in Gallup and it, you know, it was, it was good. It was a good turnout. I'm sure it'll get bigger next time. Like last year I did the one in San Antonio and it was, it was fucking live. It was outside and it was next door to a Taco Bell drive through. And so like people in the drive through were getting a free show and like the homeless people were outside the venue dancing and watching the shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I, I've been to many festivals, not uh, other than uh, gathering, not really any kind of horrorcore or, or, you know, rap festivals like that, you know, uh, some hip hop festivals here and there. But what, how do you facilitate a festival like that? What, I mean, what, what's what's a festival like that look like? Well, really, it, I would say it, it is more like a long, long form concert because okay. it's all in one venue there are opportunities for like vendors and whatnot to be there. They had some, uh, some snacks and, and whatnot. I think that like in San Antonio, it's probably going to be a little bigger than it was in Gallup because I remember last year there were different art vendors and everything there. And the stage was outside. This was like contained inside a venue called juggernaut music. And I'd played there back in April with twisted. So a decent sized venue. Oh, yeah. to uh to facilitate it but really it's just one stage and um more like uh shorter sets so like okay. yeah, 15 yeah. to 20 minutes oh yeah for people that sounds uh, uh easy digestible yeah yeah it sounds yeah. pretty user-friendly you go in there and watch somebody 15 minutes and then you know just keep rolling right. them out yeah and yeah. it's cool because it gives people an opportunity without like um <sighs> harming anyone i guess is the best way i can say because i mean let's keep it real like how many of these like concerts have we all been to where we've had to like suffer through like some pretty long oh, boring acts yeah and i was thinking too last night like i i, I thought a couple people were running long you know because the show ended up running long but like it's like man this is like a perfect set time because like if you can keep the energy up throughout the the uh, throughout the set, like people don't have a, t uh, a point to where they're like, 
all right, well, it's slowing down, so let me go outside and smoke. Right, right. So, like, you keep that crowd there, because I know, I know from personal experience, like, I can have a, I can have a crowd that might not be familiar with me. Yeah. That'll be there, and they'll, they'll be there for the first three songs, and then people will start filtering out. You know, it's just law of averages and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but if you have a short set, like I think mine was 13 minutes. I was like, ah, you guys don't get a chance to leave. I'm going to be done before you think. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah, that's what's up. with your three best. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's up, bro. So, um, that, that sounds pretty cool. So we're, we're happy we were able to uh, get up and join us this morning, man. That's uh pretty nice. I know you're on a little bit of a time difference, so we appreciate you, man. Yeah. Well, I, I'm usually up and I usually listen to you guys live. Cool. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, dude. We appreciate you. Um, yeah. so you um I did see so this year you uh did not perform the gathering. Did you did you go to the no. gathering this year? No, it it was the time, like because it was the fourth of July week, like yeah. I couldn't make it happen. Yeah. Okay. So if it was in August, I would have been there. Yeah. Yeah, dude. or even later in July. Yeah, I mean, you're coming across country too. I guess it's a little bit more of a a, a thing, you know. When you're, you have well, to. Plus, he's he's real active in the music scene as well. So yeah, I'm sure true. he probably had like events and shit <laughs> scheduled up around the fourth as well. Yeah, my uh, my day job is like I do um, event staffing and in store demos and things like of that nature. So around holidays it's like oh yeah always hectic so because it was right around fourth of july we had like a coconut water company that was doing um giveaways and big street team stuff in atlanta and so it was just you know it was not the most opportune time for on, on my schedule for the gathering. To so, so there you go, folks. If any of you is wondering why <laughs> McNasty didn't make it to the gathering, you can blame coconut water. Yeah, Fuck coconut you. water. Fuck yeah. you, coconut water. <laughs> blame coconut water. It yeah. is. It's refreshing. And it's like I'm drinking. It's not the brand that we promote. But. <laughs> see, see, see. It's it's interrupting the podcast and everything. Come on, coconut wow. water. I think it's a conspiracy now. Hey, at least that's in a can. What about the ones with the boxes and the twist off caps and shit? As long as I don't have to stab a coconut, I'm down. I'll drink it. So, um, McNasty, let's talk. uh, Let's do juggle origin story shit. Fuck yeah, man. Because you're a deck one, like straight up deck one juggalo. Uh, We always talk about on the show, but uh, I remember when we were rapping, you were making a big name for yourself in the juggalo world. You know what I mean? You were all over like the horrorcore.com boards. And I remember you stood out because listening to you, you weren't a horrorcore artist, but everybody was still talking about you because you were popping in that, in the juggalo world, which was a majority of that horrorcore board. Yeah, I got, it was, it was in, interesting. Like McNasty origin versus like juggalo origin is like, they they kind of run concurrently, yeah. Because if we if I were to like just and I was thinking about this when before coming on, I was like, when did I like hear ICP first? And it was I heard like one of my friends in high school was named Matt Strawn, and he was like, "Yo, have you heard this stuff?" Like insane clown posse, and he played Malenko for me, and I was like, I was a like a rap snob, mm-hmm. I would say at the time and i was like 
I mean, it's cool, but it sounds like, like, I think at the time I was like equating it to like the first Cypress Hill album. I'm like, it just sounds dated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and even even if it was like only like sounding like four years dated or, you know, five years dated, but. What era would you I say was this like, was in? 90, What's that? You said Mal- you said Malenko, oh, Malenko right? 90, okay. So Malenko. yeah, gotcha. so yeah, yeah. saying Malenko, like hearing Malenko, like during that time and saying it's dated, yeah, that that you you have to be really in touch with like what hip hop was doing yeah. and how it was moving at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah, as as far as like trends were going, and like I think we we were getting to the point where it was like the jiggy bling like stuff, like where it was like. <laughs> P. Diddy, shiny suits, yeah. and all of that stuff was yeah. happening in like the eighties. Uh, they were taking eighties songs and turning them into rap songs. But I, I heard it, and I kind of just like, eh, you know, maybe not, you know. And I, I don't know. I'm a teenager, and like I'm there with a with a girl that I'm trying to impress, and so I didn't want to be like, oh, let me get into this clown music. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're trying to pop um, on some kid and play. But uh, I was in a I was in a punk band, and we had some friends named Steve, Angie, and Martin, and oh, and Danny too, like four of them. Shout and out, Danny. This was. What's that? I said shout out Danny. Shout out Steve. Shout out shout out Danny Peterman. <laughs> shout out Steve Bayman and Golden Stag. He's a tattooist in Kansas City at a and he owns his own shop called Golden Stag in Hell yeah. Kansas City. We don't really care about and the other two, but shout out to Steve and not Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve married Steve married Angie and then Martin, like last I heard, he was doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in Las Vegas. Oh. But I kind of lost touch with him over the last few years. But uh we were at like it was either after show or after band practice or something, but we would have like we would just sit around and drink and uh listen to music and Jekyll Brothers had come out. And so now I'm in the zone. I'm on I'm I'm drinking whiskey, like I'm fully like like sunk into the couch and I'm listening to this and I'm just like, man, the production is so epic like everything is so like big and it's not just loops there's so much stuff going on and so like they lent they lent me more of the music and i'm just like yeah hell yeah and so like i listened to it and i'm just like i was i became obsessed more with like mike clark production on there than like the whole carnival stuff or icp yeah and um how long after Jekyll Brothers was Bizarre Bizarre? Because that was the first chance I got to go to a show. Two and years? One year? No, that's just the next year. Oh, next year? Mm-hmm. Yep. Next year. Yeah, 99, 2000, year. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so they had canceled Psychopathics from Outer Space in Oklahoma City because the venue wasn't set up to handle the show. So we missed out on that. But then when the Bizarre Bizarre tour came around, my friends were, you know, Steve, Angie, Martin and Danny were like, let's go to Dallas and go see this show. And then I think the week after was twisted. Like, so they were like running tours at the same time, but separate. Cool. All right. Um, But we went to the Bizarre Bizarre show and like, that was it for me. Just like seeing the show was like, I was like, all right, I'm in. (laughs) And then, and then like whatever the Ray Day thing happened and I bought this CDs, but then I found MP3.com and Mike Clark had put beats 
on mp3.com. Yeah, beats for that ass. Um, yeah, and and he had a and he had a rap contest. So I'm still in this punk band, and then the mp3.com thing is happening. I have a little bit of like really like tape for track recording equipment, and so I'm running. I'm streaming beats into the tape four track and then rapping over them to like <laughs> kind of learn how to record. Yeah. And I entered one of those contests and I got, I want to say third, there was like a group called OH writers and there was a called group called it was either live wire or <laughs> something like that. But it really, it sounded really close to, to half breed like ROC and scraps. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know. I think this might be them, but <laughs> but like nothing ever came came from them after that song. Mm, weird. Uh, yeah, and um, I just got really active on the Mike Clark forum and board and chat and crazy K crazy crazy Philip. His name's Philip, but he's crazy from Writers.com was yeah. like oh we want to put you on here with dr giggles dr giggles was like one of the guys yeah. in the contest and he's I doing some giggles. stuff now and apparently like he's he's gonna put on a new record like for the first time in like 15 years oh, i want to cool. say yeah i remember him um i remember the name i never i never even back then i never bothered yeah, listening was, to these guys yeah dr. i was just giggles, like I, icp that's Q it Strang, yeah there was q strange intrinsic v sinister mcnasty yeah, i remember half breed being big i remember i went to yeah, juggalo.com and they put out they pimped out a lot of these motherfuckers too yeah Anyways. yeah and half breed was basically house of crazies you know it was yeah. like because you know the last house of crazies record was roc and scraps that was the night they came home yeah Mm. that's the one i got and so then they changed their name to half breed Mm. and he became soul yeah soul 46 or whatever it was and uh then they had he had like a level jumpers record and there's a third mc and for the life of me like i don't know it right now but i I would remember it if i uh if i took the time to to really scrub the mental Rolodex. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I entered those rap contests and then Philip put me on to writers.com, asked me if, do you want to be on writers records? I'm like, well, what is it? Well, basically we just promote you. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. yeah I'll yeah, take right, it. Yeah, right, you know? And uh, then I'm, I want to say Scotty from Fago lovers put some stuff up. Yeah. for me and then i met him in dallas and like i remember like when i i was like really proud of my like second record and all of this stuff sounds so terrible if i listen to it now like just That's like the recording is. quality like my timing like hooks like everything is so bad but i was so proud of it and he put it in his like he had he always had like big pickup trucks with a massive like system in it and so he was playing it in there and i was like man the bass sounds great but like in my head like everything else sounds bad don't <laughs> You gotta, you gotta figure this out. And I used to listen to like Necro records to figure out like, like I want my sound to not, I don't want to sound like Necro. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But when I, when I play I my song, I don't market. want it to be such like a, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want it to be such like a, a, like hard on someone's ears to be like, man, this, this doesn't sound right. And so like, I used to listen to records and I would play my, my song and then i play someone else's song like right after it's like what's going on what do i need to change what do i need to tweak and so that's how i taught myself how to record was just like 
making my songs and then playing them to next to like other songs that I liked, yeah. you know, or I liked people's sounds or like how they. It's all about recorded, that mastering and mixing, man. It's, it's and, really yeah. important to be like a, a harsh critic of yourself, though, because so many people just are so unaware that their music sucks. Like, it's good <laughs> that you can like listen to yourself like, all right, this needs improvement. No, well, that, that's why know? they call it recording artist. Yeah. You, you and, literally, yeah. it's an art. You have to understand it. You have to understand how to mix the colors and you know, use the different tools to, to, to make what he's talking about not happen, which is, you know, peaks and stuff that hurt your ears. Yeah, yeah. The human ear hears things and it, it's going to move the, the liquid in your ears around and, and make it, you know, uh, aggressive. And you're not going to want to listen to it like that. So that's what that that's the art of recording, man. You got to figure all that shit out. Yeah, I don't I don't know any of that. I'm horrible with all of that. So literally it's like, show me a microphone. I'll rap into it. And then like Derek will be like, Hey, let me show you kind of what I'm thinking of doing. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I wish I had the patience for that, part. but I'm horrible at it. Yeah. So that was like, really like how I got in the, in the juggalo, like I get music scene, like underground scene was like the Mike Clark, contest and forums and then writers.com which was one of like the seeds of the lotus i think when they did that whole oh yeah thing where they had like the like malenko 500 and real juggalos.com and fago lovers like yeah where they were all like like a like a fan site propaganda machine to like Y'all go spread the word. It was like an Illuminati situation. Yeah, I remember on Fago Lovers, every week they had the sidebar and they would feature five different tracks uh, in the sidebar. That was where I tried to get tech and oh, yeah, Scotty yeah. wasn't feeling it at first until Absolute Power and then he did like it. But uh, yeah, I think McNasty was featured on there a few mm. times as well. Hell yeah. I can't thank those guys like Fago Lovers enough for like Philip. He's just like, those guys are the ones that like really put me out there and then I... They were like, you should go to the horrorcore boards. And like, there were like guys on there, like Q, I felt like was like light years ahead of what I was doing. And mm. I remember there was a guy named Jube, like, and he was like really like street, like East coast stuff. And, but it was like, oh yeah, it was intricate and like, uh, it's hard to say, like, it's not, it wasn't gory, like. Yeah, I didn't remember like him. necro, but it was more it was more intricate and like vi like like really visual without being like shock value. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember like going there and then like like hearing all those artists and like knowing where I needed to improve and like I just always I was never never went in there with like yo check me out I'm the hottest. It's <laughs> like I just went in there with like okay I got. A lot to learn because mm. I was basically a new rapper just coming out of like punk bands and stuff. It's yeah. a, I mean, I think if you're, you get to a, a point where you're like, the music should speak for itself, right? You shouldn't have to fucking uh, have, I mean, it's, it's obviously part of the, the charisma and the bravado is part of being a rap guy. Right. But like, yeah. but the yeah. people that are like shoving their shit down your throat and then it sucks. Like those, those motherfuckers need to like wake it's, the fuck up. <laughs> I, it it was the people that got defensive that were like, "Oh no, you're gonna get it." Well, they they you say know? if eighty percent of if eighty percent of your comments are haters, like reflect. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
just it like should be the other way. Don't around. make excuses. Just go back and like there was a cat like, and man, I just like I don't want to call people out, but it's like like he was like the perfect example of like somebody that came in and they weren't very good, but then they got so good. Mm, like there was a like he's a his name was matrix and like when he first started he was it was not good at all but like now he's like did you i'm sorry did you say mattress matrix oh matrix but (laughs) okay i i legit thought his name was mattress and i was about to say that is the either the tightest or the wackest rap name (laughs) i've ever heard (laughs) i guess guess you could say that's why you slept don't sleep on me (laughs) he's like my name is mattress don't sleep on me (laughs) you slept on he can make all kinds of like puns about being full of sheet (laughs) right right right, exactly All mattress, no stuffing. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a that's a sweet gimmick, bro. Okay, yeah, there man. you go. There we go. We got. <laughs> we've got the it, was, it. Like with that, it was just so. It was always cool to see. Like you would see the people that like came in and then they couldn't take like the hazing or whatever of it, and they would fall off. And then there was other people that came in and they would be like, and people would be like, "That ain't it, man," you know. And they would just keep coming back, and then like eventually like a lot of people got really good just by like being persistent mm, with yeah. it. I mean, it's the 10,000 hours thing, right? Yeah. I mean, me, for sure. And then I, I think, think a lot, a lot of people have put in 10,000 and they still suck. But well, that, <laughs> if you put in 10,000 and still suck, like it, you like you just wrap it up. Like <laughs> you have yeah. to know, maybe take up knitting. <laughs> It's it's hard to gauge gauge rapping because it's not it's not technical no, it, as in like an instrumentation kind of thing. It's like exactly. you know when somebody sucks at guitar and when they're good. Yep. Yeah, it's well, music is subjective. Period. You can there's yeah. people that we're no matter who you are. There's going to be someone out there that you think is absolute trash mm. that millions of people fuck with. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't care who you are. Um, but a lot a lot of that those million pop, people aren't wrong. A lot of that with pop music is is the is the mixing and mastering and production and how it you know how it's no agreed how how the frequencies mix with uh you know the how the brain reacts to it yeah an hour-long auto uh, uh, auto tune of a queef is still going to sound horrible to anyone you know what i mean like (laughs) weird weird analogy so anyway uh i I mean it could that was that was his musician mind he was like thinking he was like well Oh, maybe we could. Maybe I could. Maybe we could squeeze a queef. He was in trying there to remember. He's like, he's like, did I put any queefs on this album? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, That's man. what's missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, and then like in a, a weird like stroke of serendipity, later on down the road, one of our friends Robbie uh, ends also was really cool with you. So that made like this weird serendipitous moment where it was like, cause I was talking to him one day and he was like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with some, uh, MCs out in Arizona. When he was coming back to Ohio, actually, he was talking to me. He's like, we yeah. should make, we should make some uh, music. And I was like, I'm down, you know, da, da, da. like I have to have a studio. Like I'm, I'm not doing it myself. And, uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then he was telling me, he was like, yeah, I got some homies out in Arizona. And then he mentioned McNasty. I was like, McNasty, like the rapper from like the Juggalo McNasty. <laughs> he was like, um, I mean, he's a rapper. Like, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was just like mind blowing. I was like, what the fuck? What kind of weird ass? Oh, shit. I'm cutting out bad. Are you? You sound good to me. Okay. Is shit, your yeah. headphones then? I got you. Yeah, my headphones. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, my headphones. Sorry, it's distracting as fuck. <laughs> Make sure you're not coming apart here. Sound of, here, go ahead. Talk. Right, you're good, yeah. McNasty. Talk. But anyway, <laughs> you won't be able to hear McNasty. <sighs> All right. 
Let me hear all it. Right. No, we're good. We're good right now. Uh, as long it does keep cutting out, but all right. Sorry. Sorry. Technical yeah, difficulties. Ems is super dope and like uh like great lyricist, like and I love his delivery and his like charisma on stage. Like whenever we would go on those Arizona love tours, like he would just like take over the stage, you know, whenever he was on it. And uh I was fortunate he he said he would be my hype man for a couple shows. So we we opened like a pot of gold festival. So basically like we opened for Ray Schremer, 311 and Big Sean. Okay, yeah. cool. Like yeah. And he was the hype guy on that. And then we then he was the hype man for me at like a Mickey Avalon show. Yeah. And I don't think we ever practiced. <laughs> yeah. Like he just came in and did it. He learned all my songs and like he just fucking killed it. Yeah, he's a he's a hip hop head. That's why, you know, I like ends. He is definitely a hip hop head and like he knows real hip hop. You know what I mean? He's not just confined to one genre. You can talk to that dude about LA hip hop, New York hip hop, Atlanta hip hop. Like he knows all facets of it. Like he's a true hip hop head. Yeah, he is. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. So th- that was like a, a weird serendipity. And then you listen into the show. It's just like, man, life's life's been crazy lately. That's all. I like, I like your guy's perspective on stuff because a lot of times it's like not a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people like toe the line and like they're too hyped for stuff. And then, but I feel like you guys have like real opinions on things. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if it's whack, like, it's whack. Rather than like, <laughs> oh, if I say this, are they not going to like me? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's, we, uh, we accept the fact that we are disliked by a lot of people in the juggalo community, uh, for speaking those opinions. Yeah. But the real ones that, uh, that, you know, we, we fuck with, you know, they, they stick around and, uh, they appreciate that realness. Uh, so yeah, yeah. We keep saying the, I, I mean, I'm starting to come around to like C17 and so, that's kind of that's messing with that dynamic a little bit but uh yeah yeah man that hex record is good though. that's what i'm saying I, I dug it you know what i mean he thought it was boring i listened to it it was all right <laughs> yeah i mean we could always review it on yeah, the show yeah. i would be down to review it i, I thought it was dope but it's it's west only coast, fair yeah it's west coast rap hex man. can rap i'm not knocking his ability it's just to me it's just like i don't know it just uh, uh, look and i've said it before my music taste is pretty bad like most people don't like what i listen to so <laughs> like it's okay i just it's not it doesn't speak to me and i you know as long as that's okay with everyone yeah that's all good that, sh- that song with shaggy fucking rules oh that shit is dope yeah he's got yeah. like four or five tracks on that album that are the shit darby's tight too here and there like i like a few of his songs and then ouija's growing on me but we've went over that we'll, we'll talk on that more i don't want to take <laughs> mcnasty's time with this. we'll argue amongst ourselves hey, mcnasty i did have a question like, like, go ahead oh i like the darby record too the creek record yeah. yeah but i like the darby stuff that was on the lsp stuff too well darby's darby stuff is kind of in the same vein as like suicide squad or something like that or uh, suicide <laughs> suicide boys or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something like that you know it's kind of like uh like a downer almost like downer music for like you know depressed older teens you know what i mean and don't get me wrong yeah. like if i'm in a moody state like that's when i'm fucking with darby you know what i mean but it's mood music you know what i mean and that's it kind of has that like you know, you almost want to like <laughs> you know, yeah. like that to it. Pillhead music. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Pillhead. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's like if you're in that mood, it just sure. it's the it's the shit you listen to to amplify the mood. Or yeah. like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, it's like either amplifies the mood or like 
maybe get you through it because it's like I know like music for me is like sometimes like feelings emotionally when you're like oh I'm isolated and then like I think that's you know how people connect to music because it's like oh there's some, this this person is going through the same thing as me if they get through it I can get through it you know type situation you know where people like yo your music really helped me through this thing and it's like I don't know how it did but I yeah you know I'm glad it I'm glad it could but you know at the same time it's just like I don't know I don't know what I said, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, and I, and I can, you know, really like, you know, resonate with it because, you know, there'll be artists I listen to where I'm, and it's just like, it, uh, is nostalgic for me to like, you know, for parts of my life. It's like, man, I was really going through some shit right here, but, and, you know, but I listen to this record all the time and I made it through it. Everything, yeah. everything worked out. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of dig- I'm digging. Darby's is growing on me. The more I listen to it, the more I like Darby's. I'm f- for real. Give it All more right, of a shot. Man. Give it more of a shot. All right, it, I won't. But it's, it's, and it's okay. <laughs> he said uh, I won't. <laughs> uh, I did want to ask this me nasty. I wanted to ask you about um, before we let you go, man. Um, I, I had a question about underground hustling. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what what's your involvement with underground hustling? And can, and can maybe for anyone who's not who is listening that may not even know what we're talking about, maybe just a quick explanation of what it is. Yeah, so Underground Hustling has started out as a mixtape series series to basically it it was I want to say it's like like a flyer, but it's a mixtape series that we could mass produce, and basically it was like crowdfunded by artists. So like the first seven didn't have a host on it and <coughs> it was just basically like yo do you want your song on this if you give you if you can get a hundred dollars we can give you 100 cds 200 cds whatever it was the more people we got the more cds we could press okay yeah and so like the first one was basically all i want to say majority like arizona artists and like i was on it because it's like intrinsics you know brain baby was this thing where he was like i need there there are bands in phoenix that would like just hand out samplers after every show yeah and he was just like i need a way to do this but on a mass level oh hell yeah to where like we're gonna open for tech or we're gonna open for icp whatever it is but we want like everyone out the door to have a cd with the with our songs on it and so so he got like all like the local guys, like 480 click, like all these like like local Phoenix people and everyone chipped in and pressed, you know, a couple thousand CDs and hand them out. Just hand them out. It's like you're basically it's like basically like buying flyers, but it's a it was a digital for a, a CD at okay. the time. Yeah. And uh then it grew to like okay, what, what can bring more value to it? And my involvement was always the art. So I did, there's 76 volumes right now. And I may have done art for 65 of them. Oh, no shit. All right. Yeah. So I think Legion did one with the dragon ball Z and then Aaron Lauder did quite a few, Mm. um, 
Aaron from Australia, he's done like the GI Joe one, but we started getting hosts and like, I think Menaside and I were like a host of like one of the first ones, like volume eight. And then we started getting like underground people like C-Mob, C-Mob's way bigger now, but at the time he wasn't like super huge, but you know, he was a host on one of them. And then we got mastermind and yeah. Uh, and Mars, both Marses, Mars with an S and Mars, Mars with a with Z. A Z. <laughs> and uh, very different. Eshan hosted. Ron Jeremy hosted twice. Like <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Ron, Ron Jeremy's dick hosted once. <laughs> <laughs> Just held its own microphone. Is like, hi everyone. I'm back. It's like uh, I would <laughs> put Sorry. like the like the volume twenty. The Ron Jeremy one was a double disc, and I wanted to put double dicks. On oh it yeah, man, come on. Instead of double disc, but <laughs> I got a. Uh, I got vetoed. On that Damn, one. man! I would have been behind you a hundred percent on that one. Oh yeah, for sure. That's so funny, man. I like I, I I've I'll be honest. I've I'm I only have cursory knowledge of uh, underground hustle. I've seen them float around. I've seen the posts. The the you know the yeah the like monoxide host, Jamie Madjox host. I've seen like this shit. I've listened to a few. I think I I think you guys had a video for one like a year or two ago. Maybe you do it for all of them, but uh, I watched one where it was like everyone had a video and I was like, man, like it, the, the point is like a, a lot of efforts been p- being put into, I, I, it sounds like, uh, I, it's, it's a good hustle. Like, I mean, it sounds like intrinsic yeah. has a good, like hustling mind, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I like the, th- all, all the aspects of it. I, I, I mainly bring it up because I listened to uh, pro antagonist, which was intrinsics. I don't know how new it is. A couple of years old, maybe yeah, this is the newest one. Um, yeah. It came out this year. Okay. I, I just got, I got that at the show, uh, where, uh, I went to, and uh, we met up, hung out. Um, I did listen to that. And by the way, that, that was like my first exposure to intrinsic, like, Believe it or oh, not, like, and that one's like all metal. There's no rap on that one. There's like I know one rap words on the whole it, thing. Like, and I've heard his name obviously for 15 years. Again, you know me. I'm just he like was, stubborn and like yeah, like he was really popping in the Juggalo scene. Yeah, like in the I've heard his name era. for years. Really popping. So, uh, anyways, after listening Him to it, class, we're like. I really liked it because I listen. I listened to this band called Boba Flex, and that band he reminded yeah. he reminded me a lot of Boba Flex. Um, nevertheless, the whole point I'm getting at is at the end of that, at the end of his album, he has Underground Hustling like '76 or whatever, just tacked yeah. on to the end, like um, bonus tracks yes. on there. There's like so that so yeah. his the pro antagonist is only like seven or eight tracks maybe, but then like there's like yeah. twenty tracks of all these random artists. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, so that, go ahead. No, I, I, I had a question about how you guys decide on the artists though, or who decides on that. Um, basically the, what he, he just posts like the opportunity for it. And it's like, it's like evolved over the years. So it used to be like, Hey, you know, hundred bucks, send us your song, make sure it's under four minutes. And then we'll send you a hundred CDs and stickers and other, other shit, you know, as a promotional tool. Then like the, the hosting came in. And so with hosts, there's like an additional charge, like, you know, this guy only wants 400 bucks. So it's like, okay, this is way affordable. Sure. But this guy wants $1,200 or 2000. Like there's like, there was one, uh, that we did and 
the host wanted wanted a per like a cameo rate almost like per shout out instead of like a flat rate to do the work. Oh, okay. He wanted like a, a per a per shout out rate. So oh, so like if every artist that was going to be on it, he wanted a sum for each one. I see. Yeah, he wanted a you know because the. Because the host will intro the song like, yo, this is Isham the Unholy. And like, why was You're it that Madrox man. wanted that payment? I was just like, why was it that Madrox was the one who wanted that payment, that, that weird payment that, that you were talking about? Nah. Oh, no, no, it wasn't him. It was okay. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was trying uh, to incriminate uh, Madrox. That's all. Also from Detroit, but not associated. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, uh, the, the, because if you want a shout out from someone, and so when you buy in, you know, it's basically like Costco, you buy in bulk and you get a better rate. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you, you're able to give other artists access to these like bigger names that may not have been possible. Like when I started, like fucking Twisted never did collabs. Yeah. And it was like they had like one collab with some like weirdo Transylvania. Uh, I can't even remember Dead Creeps Orchestra. Yeah, I remember that. I remember no, that. I don't I even think they spoke English. Really? Oh, shit. They didn't. But like the story, <laughs> like it's like Fritz told me the whole story. He was like, they they go through all of these artists that like send them stuff. Right. Yeah. Like whether it be for like the gathering or their like radio shows that they used to have, like the action figures, ashtrays, like the psychopathic radio like shows, like they would listen to all of this stuff. And like Jamie heard these guys and like this, is, I mean, this is like third hand now, like mm. coming from like Fritz says this happened. And so I'm telling you guys that Fritz said this happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that, that Jamie said, Yo, I want to be on. I want to do a song with these guys because this guy sounds like Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. that's funny. If it works, it works. Yeah, all right, cool. Like really? Yeah. So, but at you know, at those at those times, it's like it's out of it's out of reach. You know, on the sickness, like Brother Lynch wants three grand. For a verse, it's like I'm making six dollars and fifty cents an hour. Yeah, right. You know, making T-shirts. Like I'm never gonna get a Brother Lynch verse. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But then when Brother Lynch hosts UGH, you could at least have him introduce your song. Right. You know, and it's only gonna cost you a fraction of that. Yeah, that's true. So, well, I, it's just a great like, promotional tool. I think it's genius. I mean, because you got to think you're getting a collaboration from all these artists who are then going to show this album to all of their fan base. So immediately, just at base value, you're getting the fan bases. You're uh, reaching the fan bases of every other artist that is on that album. You I know wanna, what I mean? I want to say this, though. Like some of those songs, I mean, I'm just keeping it real, are embarrassingly bad. And I, I'd like to think that there's some kind of... Um, is there any kind of quality control? Cause do you guys have like a, 
I, maybe there's just not a whole bunch of artists like sending shit in, but man, some of those yeah. songs fu- are like, I mean, let's keep it real. They're really fucking bad. And like intrinsics at the beginning, like, yo, shout out to kill him, kill him duckets right here. He's so cool. He's from Arizona. He and like, it's just some fucking jobber, like rapping, like badly. <laughs> it's you a know? jobber. <laughs> I keep, yeah, I keep up my grizzly. You know, man. and, and yeah. And over the years, like intrinsic is like a <laughs> jobber, like changed, like, like it used to be, and I want to, you know, I would hate to say like, it used to be worse, but <laughs> like, uh, now like he'll offer like mixing or he'll coach somebody or he'll like, you know, take the session and like do the best he can Sure. with it. You know, the opportunity is there. To I mean, get on it and then like it's um it's really like it's more you like know, it's more like of a conglomerate can, than a squad. So really like a few people can suck ass. Like it's more like I think like the yeah, it's not their the people. Thought, I like they don't yeah, represent yeah, them. I yeah, know exactly. that. It's yeah, basically yeah. think of it like you it, you pay to get on a stage and show what right. you got. It's I a rap that. flea market. Look, you know, I, I understand you know the I, mean? I understand the concept of all that. Like it's just yeah. some dudes. Like you guys aren't speaking for them. It's just they paid the price. They're on the album. I get it. I guess. Yeah. My but, thing is like cut, some, like some, some of them you gotta be like, like you gotta be like come the fuck on, bro. I'm not putting this on my album. <laughs> there's some stuff that's gotten on there that I'm like, all right, cool. Like what? All right. But like, there's like, there's like certain, certain stuff where it's like, hey, yo man, this is like, I'm, I'm not dealing with this. Like, but there's some fire stuff. on there too. Yeah. There's some fire like, on there. Yeah, don't, no, don't get me wrong. Off. A few of them are okay. Like, I, and I, I, I've heard like, like I said, the couple that I've seen online and, and then the, the, what's at the end of pro antagonist is <laughs> my frame of reference for the record. But man, it was like, yeah. it, it was just, it was a shame listening to pro antagonist. Like I will look through the book and like, I learned that from, from my understanding, intrinsic does everything. And if that's the case, he's a fucking genius. Like that dude is intrinsic incredible. is the man, like regardless, no matter what, but like, you know, even with connections, shit like that, like if he were to keep it to just the sickest rappers that he knows on every album, it would be the same seven he, rappers that, on every album. No, not that he so knows. So it wouldn't though. serve a purpose. Not that he knows, though. But bro, there's better rappers that are. And every one of those with- you listen to, there's at least two or three <laughs> tracks on every single one that are dope. My question is, and why- so you know that he is calling upon those rappers that he does think are dope, and they're on every single. Why do like, the yeah. shittiest rappers have money? Is my question. <laughs> <laughs> It's. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's that. No, it's yeah, not that. It's not that they have money. They just they they, you know, they got like drive. A, it's drive. Yeah, you don't have yeah, to have talents like, to have drive and dedication and hard work, man. Like I, as much him, as people. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And then there's sometimes there's like talented people that like feel entitled. Like I'm dope. You should just let me do this. Oh uh, yeah. There's but that's that. when like that's when like good like management helps. You know, like if you have like a legit manager, like there is a cat like in in Phoenix and like he got real management. Like he was good, but it's like he just didn't have any opportunities or direction or like anyone like trying for him. And like then he ends up like on the BET Awards and talking to, you know, spitting for like Jada Kiss and stuff like like yo, he's really getting into these places, and he's on on uh, um, Shade Forty Five with Sway, like rapping, like yeah, like really like doing it. And it's like, 
man, he got real legit management and like they helped him, you know, they took, you know, this super talented guy and got him, gave him direction and got him these opportunities. And it's like, I think a lot of times there's like talented cats and they just like need direction or they need to like know where to invest, mm, you know, yeah. and you know, some guys, they, they could be better suited. Like maybe you should invest in some better recording equipment or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe get a vocal coach or, or something like that. But you know, it's like, yeah. I can't tell, I can't tell anybody how to spend their money. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's a clout thing. Some guys just want clout and then, exactly. you know, and they'll spend money to, you know, just be associated. Yeah. Some people I mean, want that pat on the back. That's, that's how we get shit. Like, the astronomic Dr. Chronic. Tom McDonald. Bitch, <laughs> you want Starbucks? By the way, I, I do want to say, uh, uh, shout out to one man crew, but bitch, you want Starbucks? I want to say, your feature that you got, Blaze, oh, you got your fire. money's worth. You got your money's worth. <laughs> I Dead do don't say sleep. That. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it was cool because there's that, like, it's great because, like, Intrinsic has that working relationship with Magic Ninja. And so when they he said, like, yo, make a flyer that like Blaze is going to do collabs this month or whatever. So I made a flyer and I was like, How much is this collab? And they, you know, he told me the price. And then Defect, I know a guy named his name Steve Selly, Defect from uh Definition of Insanity and NBK. Uh was the uh, engineer. And so like, I was able to send all that stuff over and like really say like, Oh yo, this is what I want to do. This is how I, I envision it being, you know, more like one less G type blaze, yeah. you know, more gangster, you know, less, less dead man blaze, more gangster blaze. Oh, that's dope. You got to request your, yeah. your version of blaze. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. Well, I just like told him like the vision of the song, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like, Yo, this is what I'm looking for. Like my verses were already done, I think, except for like, and then Stir Crazy was the producer, and he, and like I had two verses on there, and he was like, "Yo, you need to do a bridge or something at the end." Yeah. And then, uh, and it's good. It was like a collaborative process because then like Defect would hit me up, and he, you know, you know, ask me like questions about the session, like how do you want this set up, you know? And Blaze came in, knocked it out, and. Hell I yeah. like it. I like the song. And then when we were on tour with them, songs of shit. I asked George, like, "Yo, do you think Blaze would be down to do a video for this?" Like, <laughs> and we found a spot. Like, it was like the green room in the Las Vegas uh, venue. Oh, that video looks so really was cool. Like, yeah, the op- opening acts were playing, and I had a little boombox playing the song, and we're recording the video. Oh, yeah, like that thing. Yeah, hey, it worked, man. Fuck yeah. it. That's cool, yeah. man. Straight, straight street. All right. Well, let's go ahead and, um, Magnassi, do you have anything else you want to share lastly before we let you go, man? We appreciate you uh, taking the time today. No, no, man. Like, I'm, I appreciate you guys having me. I'm, I'm about to turn 45 this week. So like, nice. It's been, a, it's been a long road for me. I'm, I'm finally going to put out some new music and then hell yeah. we'll see how it, we'll see how it does. Hell yeah, bro. Anything. Old Juggle, I, I Old Jugglos like represent. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude. I feel like in, in this day and age, it's like a like a quantity thing. Like you just have to keep putting stuff out, regardless yeah, of like it is. Yeah. how critical I am of it. You know. Yeah, everything is in the moment now. Everybody wants instant gratification. Like you can't even hardly promo shit anymore. You know, you got to keep that steady trickle yeah. coming out. There's oh, no. Yeah. 
for sure. But I've seen those the- guys do those TikToks and they take the same four bars of their song and do 50 different videos. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's very true. The same four bar. Yeah. But then, you know, but maybe I guess it works for them because then I look at their like Spotify plays and their YouTube plays and it's like, all right, this, yeah. this kind of works. I guess it's like, you know, that idea of like someone has to see an advertisement six times before it gets like ingrained in their skull. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, it's like, man, that's annoying to see the, to see the same. It's, it's not the same video, but it's like the same content mm-hmm. over and over again. It's old. So, um, since, since I do have another hip hop head on here, I just want to ask you one question before you get off. Um, for the 50th anniversary of hip hop, who do you think is the most prolific and influential rapper of all time? Oh man. I know that's a loaded question, but it is, uh, prolific and influential. Yeah. Prolific and influential. Cause I'm saying like, if you say best, that's all I, I would say best is always subjective. You know what I mean? That's going to be up to you and your taste, but you got, who do you think has had, if you have to put one person, like if you had to make, you know, a, a pedestal to hip hop, who would be at the top of that pedestal? Who's like the, the shining example of hip hop to you? All right. So I don't know if I would put him at the top of the pedestal, but for prolific and in- influential, I would say that, Rock him like oh, took man. rap from hip hop. It started on the block, you know, <laughs> yeah, into yeah. like a more poetic, like, like, yeah, like multi syllable rhymes, easy, internal yeah. rhyme scheme. Like, just like him and Cool Mo D probably did more for like the advancement of hip hop from like, you know, 73 to to 80, 87, like 1988 was like, it was just like, okay, here's a change, you know, like Cool Modi, LL, Rakim, like really like advanced lyricism. I want to say. No, absolutely, man. That, but like, I don't know. Like I, I always say like, it's, it, it's kind of tough. Cause he didn't, you know, it was like a moment in time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then like, there's been know, there's the been giant giant maybe. stones for sure that have dropped into the lake of hip hop, I guess, you know, but I'm always yeah. interested to know like where the mind goes to kind of narrow down that question. Cause it's almost an impossible question to answer. I do know that it's an extremely loaded question because there's so much, so many people that have had a huge impact, but I always like to know who's like the idol in each rapper's kind of mindset. Yeah. Like for me, like the best is Jay is the best. I don't know, like people like give him shit for like, oh, he just borrows Biggie rhymes, you know, but it's like, he's more than that, so you know, Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Hope like, he's, like, he's also like, no, I was going to, I was just going to quickly interject and say, yeah, he's like an extreme like lyricist uh, and he's, he's notorious for like going into the studio and basically doing his songs like on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't like super hot on Jay. And then like he had that MTV unplugged and I like really listened to what he was saying. And I was like, man, I slept on him because I thought it was all like jiggy, you know, music. Yeah. But he has some, some real shit. And then like, I like, it's tough to say like influential because like, did he, what has he done for the culture? 
outside of rapping well. You know, I mean, he's yeah. a, he's a great businessman and was was able to like flex like all of the like his notoriety into like other avenues with clothing and liquors like he was like probably one of the like i remember when like all the rappers were like i've got my own vodka or i've got my own Hennessy, like my own cognac now <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but I, I feel like he was like one of the first like i don't know if he was an investor in belvedere or what happened you know with that but like his face was connected man, it's, to the it's brand. tough to say like man and when you say influential and it's like man like, like i don't want to take anything others. away from like kanye because he's a whole entity of himself like, like of- they're like it just feels like they're so like it like everything goes in phases like at one point i would be like man 50 cent is probably the most influential rapper you know as far as like at, in- yeah. well i mean like as far as as far shit, as modern like rap how- little wayne little wayne has un, un like yeah. I, I don't really even fuck with little wayne but like influential you have to think that guy has influenced the whole wave. Like all the shit that people hate right now. <laughs> he basically like our old influenced heads hate. the last 15 yeah. years of hip hop. I mean, all the old and, heads hate like is that shit that he kind of, you know, influenced heavily. And, I was and three, six. Could, and, then, and then you could say like, like, I mean, this is like, this is a hot take. Soldier boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. No, hey, that is not a hot take. I totally, I, even though he is an arrogant dickwad, um, as far as the fact when he did that little dance and shit that get, went along with the song that changed the game because next thing you know, everything you started seeing dancing come into it. And then it kind of shifted hip hop in a sense to where it started being more about the groove to the song than the content of the song. Yeah. And you know, and then you would see like people that came from that were cut from the cloth of like like so they like this guy's following the soldier boy blueprint or this guy's following like this guy's trying to do the Wayne thing. Cause I even had, I had friends that were like, yo, I'm going to do like the Wayne thing where he goes in and like records four bars and then thinks about the next ones. And then he does it, you know, and they make, they would make whole songs that way. Like I was like, I got, I got to, I got to write the whole thing down. Like, <laughs> That's how I write, dude. <laughs> it takes a long time for me. I guess like these guys, this dude especially can just like, throw shit together instantly. And that's how ends always was when I wrote with him and stuff too. But like the, yeah, I, I was never like that, dude. I had to like, give me, put me in a room by myself for hours on end. And I might come out with a, a few bars. And for me, maybe I mean, for me, it's all like relative, you know, if it's something that I'm just trying to write quick or whatever, yeah, I can write it quick. But if it's an album, I'm obviously going to take a lot more time on it and try to make it better. Oh yeah, I think that's yeah. I mean, like when you said when you mentioned Wayne, it's like tough, man. Because now it's like, yeah, man, maybe Wayne is probably yep. the most influential. Yeah, yeah. I man. like and like I've, I've asked this to maybe five or six other people, and it's it's just out of like a high respect for you know. I know that you're somebody who really loves the culture, um, and literally, I have never gotten a straight answer, and that's how I know whoever I'm talking to is into the culture. <laughs> because if you respect the culture, you can't just go, oh, for sure it was da 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 da. If someone gives me an answer like that, it's like, yo, there's no way it could be that easy, man. Because there's so many people that have shaped and molded this over the years. You know what I mean? Like st- starting from Cool Herc all the way to like most recently, like fucking. Uh, I think Denzel Curry is about to make waves, like change the game uh, in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like 
as far as like a shit like but yeah we're seeing shifts right now from the uh the fucking sound click shit all that shit is like kind of affecting the way we're seeing that in the juggalo world you know what i mean mm-hmm. we're getting ouija and like a lot of like the the new style rap yeah, but yeah. the cloud rap sound cloud rap and yeah yeah there's uh you know and like that that show that i just did last night it's like you had like the guys that sounded like ghost main and then you had the the guys that had like that suicide boy sound and then you had like the straight up like this is like the midwest old school wicked shit sound yeah. you know and it's like like there's so much variety inside of horrorcore now that uh and like wicked shit music that's like yo if you like if you like this guy you might like this guy yeah right but if you, you know and like that's like you guys you know with the chapter 17 thing it's like Hey man, Ouija might not be for you, but like man, Hex, check out Hex. You know, yeah, I fucks, I fucks with it. I'm I'm the new representative for Chapter Seventeen on the show, so uh, I fucks with Chapter Seventeen. I you know I think those guys what they're doing is great. You know? <laughs> well played yeah, sound exactly. effects, sir. Well played sound <laughs> exactly. effects. No, no, no. For uh, that was slight, but like no, seriously, I. I they are dope. Uh, I know that you don't get into Ouija, but that's really just because, like, it is it is like younger hip- people's hip hop, bro. It's because he sucks. That's okay. It's not he, he sucks. Look, He's if you want, shit, look, bro. if you want music that's good, go get. Uh, can they get your go album Elbow Drop? Yes. Can they buy a physical still? Yeah, you can get it on McNasty.com, and then like everything but two songs are available on digital but they're just all listed as like singles ah, so like aha. i think the only song the songs on elbow drop that aren't on digital are uh chasing checks with bones dub and sleep lyrical and then uh under my bills ends like is actually on like, hollywood isn't he yeah he's got it i yeah. mean if, hey Blaze, cop, cop elbow drop he's got a song with jamie madrox and intrinsic ends blaze your dead homie uh fucking potluck bones dub intrinsic yeah. yada yada you know lots yeah. of big names thanks for the plug yeah yeah, no yeah for sure <laughs> yes. yeah no for sure he, he's the shit buy my buy my wrestling buddies i, I have like <laughs> 10 of them left. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, get yeah. a McNasty wrestling, but that's sweet. Yeah. Man. So if you, if you want to beat the shit out of McNasty, you finally can. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You know, <laughs> if you're mad at him for his success that you don't have, I, I have three of them. I love, I love them. <laughs> that's so funny. No, that's awesome. All right, bro. Well, thanks for hanging with us today, man. We appreciate you very much, dude. Hey, I'll let you get to house of wax. Yes. Thanks. Yes, sir, brother. Thank you so much for joining us, man. You're a legend of goat, man. You're you're the shit. Oh yeah. (laughs) Peace out, y'all. See you, dude. Peace. Later, brother. All right. That was being nasty. Yes, sir. We did it. I did not know he had wrestling buddies. That's, that's That's fascinating. That is fascinating. Absolutely, bro. That's funny. Backwards, but here you go. Yeah. They're, uh, it says 40 to 20. Yeah, there you go. McNasty rest backwards, 20 yeah, inch. The um 20 inch McNasty wrapping buddy. I think that's like it says now two inches shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Hell that's yeah. Funny. Um, but yeah, man, like I think that's a, that's what size they make. I mean, what's 20 inches? Probably like that, something like that. Yeah, they're they're usually small. Like Back the in my day, buddies, like our wrestling buddies that we had were like they were three decent. feet fucking tall. Yeah, right? I remember. Like, no, they you were could, about like, the size like, of a small child. Like you were really supposed to wrestle it. Yeah. Maybe 
are we remembering it wrong because we were just little? <laughs> no, they were big, right? No, I do, I do remember like grabbing mine and like really slamming it like the like, fuck out of it. I, I like mean, on the I ground. remember. Yeah. I mean, I would I would put it in headlocks. I would fucking suplex it. You right. know, I would fuck the little hole. You would like yeah, would do all of it. Right, you yeah, would get I'm it saying. in a headlock. You would get it in a tight squeeze. You would take it with you into the shower. Yes. That's what I'm and saying. Finger it. Does his have a cock pocket? Uh, it's, I mean, every I they thought, all do. I, I thought they? every wrestling buddy did. That's Isn't that the first thing you do with your wrestling buddy? <laughs> That's part, you put a cock pocket in. That's it. part of a wrestling buddy. You get it, so you can fuck the million dollar man, right? <laughs> That's I, the one I got. I remember, yo, that uh, y'all brought up painful memories. I asked my mom for a wrestle buddy, and I wanted Hulk Hogan, obviously, or at, at the you know Ultimate Dragon, maybe or whatever, like something like that. My, bro, my mom got me million dollar man, bro. <laughs> that sucks, That's dude. the wackest one. <laughs> the I remember opening it, bro. I wanted to cry, bro. Yeah, it yeah, fucked real. my Christmas up. He, yeah, that was that's probably one like of my all they had memories. left because they were out yeah. of Hulk Hogan for and sure. And that same motherfucking this was a horrible Christmas. I uh, this sucks remembering it. But she got me this like robot. I opened it. It was like a learning robot. I remember opening it and going, "Oh, this is yours." And handed it to my little sister. And my mom's like, "No, that's yours." And like, Wait, I was, was like, my angry. Too? No, it was like a robot that you put tapes in and it would go, oh, okay. A is for alligator, B oh. is for brutal, you know, or whatever. Okay. And then like, it was like a learning robot, but okay. I didn't want it. At that point, I was probably like nine years old. So a little old for, you know, learning robots. Thank you, mom, for thinking of me, but. Oh. Hello? Yeah. Go to your mouth. Oh, you should call your mom. <laughs> yeah, th thank you. Thank you, Jay. Thank you for letting <laughs> me know. Thank you, Jay, for. Uh, thank you for letting me know that, Jay. Thank you. Call your mom. He's Jay is uh, Jay is somebody who respects his mother, as we all know. And uh, thank you for that advice, Jay. I appreciate that, man. You're the man for calling in. I think what he's trying taking to say time is he, out of your day yeah. to call in and let us know. You're expressing a bad memory with her. And I think mother. he's just. Yeah, I think he was just. You know, he, he was that was his saying, way of telling you to. You know, call her and you know make amends. Yeah, make amends. Yeah. You know, be a man. Make amends with your mother. Don't. You know, that's fine. That's good. No, I haven't seen her in 15 years. Um, <laughs> not, <laughs> what were we even talking about? I don't. I don't, I don't remember. Um, we do have to listen. We do have to review House of Wax. We I'll do. Be right back. It's a shorter album though, so that's why we're kind of bullshitting a little bit longer yeah. than normal. House of Wax is a, is an easy listen. It's a pretty short. Dude, one. I'll say this. Like, it's a shit. I listen to House of Wax. And it rules. It's it's one of the most underrated EPs ICP has. I'm not fucking That's around. That's fucking sweet. It really is the shit. Because, um, you know, whenever good, you like, say, hey, It's a good, like, sideshow ICP I would CD. put it in, like, I'm going to go on a limb here, even, uh, Dangerous Territory. I would put it in the top three ICP EPs. Jesus I really Christ. Would. I wouldn't do all that. But yeah, I, I really mean, would. Dude, bizarre, bizarre and Bizarre exist. Well, I don't know. Bizarre and bizarre. Um, you, yeah, I know it's hard to. You don't I even think you. about. I don't know. Yeah, you're though. right. Okay, top five. I put it in my top five. Okay. Yeah, and bizarre and bizarre almost count as one, even though they're distinctly two CDs. They're almost like one. You know what I mean? I know. That's that's why you can't just say but, but bizarre. Well, which one? <laughs> double Z or double A? Both, which one are you talking about? They both rule. It's like a double album. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm looking for. Uh, I'm gonna buy House of Wax because I'm not gonna buy the whole fucking sixth box set. That's the only way you could get House of Wax. Yeah, dude. They have the. Uh, they have the. Uh, the OG version or whatever. That's the image that we use on the site. Which you know, I was handling that little. Wait, there's more than media. one version. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I, I I don't know much on that. Oh, dude. you mean I am of not the six juggalo. box set? Yeah, of the yeah. six box. Yeah, of the six box set. Oh, look, yeah. you can get a, a six box set for a hundred bucks. Oh, well, that's not too bad. I'm sure somebody on eBay, if you are selling your six box set, put it on eBay now and Kinsey wow. might buy it from These you. are definitely reproductions because look, he sold 1,223 of these. 
What <laughs> shit? What a fake ass bullshit! Uh, hey, always uh, wow. tip from Keezy or uh, Donatello. Uh, always check how many of an item that someone sold. If they've sold a thousand, that shit's probably fake. That is crazy. How did he have so many? <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. There's been a Man. lot of people falling for that. Shit. All right, well, yo, well. Juggalos are about collecting. Maybe that's so a like, single sole actual producer of them. Yeah, think how many people like hopped on here, like collectors, Man. and search for this shit. You know what I mean? Well, like, I need dudes. to get. I need to get House of Wax. It's a lot of people. It's sweet. I did want to say this. Um, we did put out our uh, things you see at the gathering videos this week. Um, thanks for everyone who watched those. People seem to be enjoying them. Uh, we got a few retweets, some comments, good and bad. I'm sorry if you didn't like them. Yeah, um, we know. we upset some people. <laughs> uh, you know, we no way. I mean, I don't care. Like we we just we just have we're just having fun, man. That's it. See, yeah, exactly. Some people might get a little offended at our fun, but you know, we're chodes. If we we're douchebags, if, if we That's, clipped you, we you know, it. I'll say this: if we clipped you, that means you know, you're out there, you're in the ether. We see you, right? You know, it. You know, it doesn't matter if we like you or not. And have a sense of humor. Yeah, you can make fun of us. <laughs> you can make fun of us. We're Be ugly as fuck. We're ugly as fuck. You can easily make fun of us. Do your thing, man. I encourage it. Please. Um. Wait. Please. Um, wait. We're talking to who? We're talking to uh. Just whoever. Just whoever. No specifics. Just whoever. Okay. Whoever might be what? Whoever might be watching? Who might think that we're juffs? And I'll say this: I am the one who made all those videos. I clipped everything. So if you really want to, you know, blame someone, blame me. No, blame me. <laughs> blame me. I'm just saying. I would, you know. I was the one in the clip. Um, no, 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 no. Whatever clip. Blame, blame, clip blame me. About? What Not him. About? Blame me. I blame learned. us all. Guys, we're I, I deck one dealt. We're I, the Ninja Turtles. Blame us and the deckheads. <laughs> everyone in the chat right well, now. You can look in the live chat. Blame every one of them because they're all deckheads. They're the homies. Well, go peep the things you see the gather. They're, 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 they're the shit. They're fun little uh, YouTube shorts and Instagram reels. I posted them. Go check them out. They're fun. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get to the motherfucking album. House of Wax. This intro, which is the shit. Did you listen to this, Carver? I have listened to this before. Well, I was saying I'd put it in the top five ICP EPs. It's a good one, yes. I really it's very good. This is like so like slept on and out of nowhere. Um, well, not a lot of people got it, the you know, because it came in, it came with the uh, box sets. set, right? Yeah. So you had to buy the box set. To yeah. So I think a lot of people just kind of slept on it, like, oh, it's just something they threw in the box. Because that's what I thought at first. I was like, oh, this is going to be like stupid shit, Some like, bullshit. like what, why? Like it's just it's like, incredible yeah. the quality of no, this no, compared whoa, to the kind of shit we get today. I, I mean, I slept on it for a long time. I didn't care about it. Like I'm, know? I'm mad when I listen to this and think like, because. I, I'll be honest. I listened to this maybe once back th when it came out. Oh, maybe so just because I was like, oh, new ICP. I'll check it out. And I never gave it a time of day after that. I was like, okay, it was kind of cool. But like listening to it today, or I'm sorry, this week, mm -hmm. I was like, it was almost like all brand new to me. Yeah. So I was, was totally listening to it. To get, I was getting low key, like kind of salty. Because I'm like mad we can't get this quality of shit today. No, I kind of hear you because this this album is fucking dope. Bro. I mean, even this album is pretty old now, right? It, yeah, this is 2014. Yeah. yeah, 2014, yeah. This was, but still, you guys think this was kind of like the middle point between, uh, for me at least, from when I kind of fell out death and when pop. I got back, you know what I mean? Mighty Death Pop era. Right? Mighty Death Pop era? Yeah, right Mighty. after. In between this and, in between Missing Link. Yeah. 
Now, yeah, were all now, these songs recorded at that time? Because I, I don't remember that. Death Pop is a dope ass album too. So yeah, this was a this was a good era, man. Yeah, Young Wicked. Uh, I think probably did did a lot of the production on this. He's all so, over this. So these are all recorded new recordings at that time. None, none of this is pulled from the past. It, to me, it all sounds like that era. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. This song is the shit. I guess it's just like uh, shit talking, you know. Well, well. Jay does a lot of um, in this song. Jay does a lot of like uh, acrobatics. You know what mm. I mean, like lyrical acrobatics. You know, like send me, uh, hit him like this ten of me. You know, yeah, like yeah. he does a lot of like multi-word bars and shit like that. I also like the even though that's like an, a kind of an odd choice for the end. The scared. Yeah. Like I it like doesn't that. sound out of place. Yeah, yeah. Like they would do that shit nowadays, and it would be like sound like shit. Like, yeah, yeah. You could have left that out. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds good here. Yeah, yeah. It sounded really good. Shaggy is consistent. That's what I love about yeah. Shaggy. Like Shaggy does have times where you listen to him, you're like, yo, he fucking murdered that shit. But Shaggy never does like a bad no, job. But sometimes he throws in bars where he just like bails on the rhyme completely. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, like that happens pretty often. Same I as think like even his on this occupation, album. his occupations <laughs> thing. How he'll he'll randomly say like <laughs> he's in an occupation. <laughs> oh, he's a weapon specialist. Yeah. He's a butcher. He's a he's a, he's a, he, you know. He's, um, he understands knives and, and how to make the you know the blade. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. He is a tradesman. Shaggy is a fucking tradesman. Uh, I mean, shit. He's he's got apprenticeship on, on job training for a cop. Being a cop, you know, I fucked a cop. He was he yeah. was you know he was in the squad and saw how you know everything worked. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's yeah. pretty much an apprenticeship. Yeah. Law enforcement, Shaggy. Yeah. So yeah, we're. You know, it's I mean, Sugar Bear. Just leave him alone, okay? <laughs> just leave him alone, guys. Just fucking leave him alone. Yeah, he's got many trades under his belt. Don't, you know, just, rappers, just one of them. Right. I really like the concept of House of Wax. I'm like, since Ringmaster Wax Museum is one of my favorite. Um, one of my favorite uh, intros they ever did, and I really wish they could have expanded in that idea of yeah. a wax museum. They kind of did it's that. A, they a, tried a little bit. Yeah. It's it, one of the doper, like, uh, dark carnival ideas. But yeah, I'm It sorry. is. No, I was just saying, like, the song House of Wax, like, they do, like, tell that story, but it's, yeah. like, it's kind of, like, half fleshed out, I think, but it's not... I like that song, for, for the record. I really do, but to your point, I think they could have done something a little deeper with... Do you remember the Ringmaster House of Wax? It's like, and you know, a million souls coming in wax. Yeah. And you know, we're, we're talking, you know, they're talking about the afterlife and how people are wax yeah. figures. And you know, that, that would have been a great concept album or, yeah. you know, probably would have just been one song for them back then. But imagine that as a concept album. Yeah. The House of Wax is per period. Just the concept of that is just a great dark carnival concept. You know, walking in and seeing like your family stuck in wax. Yeah, your your family looking at you as their face yeah. melts off like in the heat. Did you, you guys ever I mean? see like, the horror movie House of Wax? Oh, man. Starring Paris Hilton? <laughs> I, I think I have. No. Actually. Right when you said that, I was like, nope. It's actually good. That would have been like, red flag. It's, a, it's actually good. Really? I highly recommend does it. Does she seriously. die in the first yeah, 10 minutes? Yeah, she actually does die like pretty, in the first half. I oh, actually, wow. I actually, that sounds really good. <laughs> I actually I would, heard... I would a, love to watch that. I, I heard for that movie, a one Amber was an extra there. Amber. 
is a lost. Like she, you know, they, they, you know. Yeah, they had, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, okay. This would have been a good episode to have Vinny on. Yeah. Oh, well, Damn. Well. Marry me. Anyway. <laughs> We need to have we need to have monsoon for sure. I wish Vinny would like call in. That would be yeah, yeah, that's a boy. Vinny, call in. Yeah, you know our number. See, to me, I really like this song. It's the, it's the funny. You know, I like. I, like, I couldn't tell know. if you were being sarcastic. No, no, no I do like this song. This song fucking is awesome, yeah. man. <laughs> Mikey yeah. Clark, like, yeah, like like a motherfucker on this song. Yeah, to me, this is the ICP I love. You know, just the, the fun, fucking clowny, crazy shit. Yeah, this is like a, a real great clowny song. Yeah. It, it's uh, cause he's saying like, um, pretty, pretty, you know, I don't want to say shocking, but he's kind of pushing the envelope a little bit with the lyrics and shit. But it's done in a funny way so that whoever's listening to it would you yeah. like? Yeah, I listened to this oh. with my girlfriend, and she was like, "This is funny." Yeah, and this, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." This song, he's like. He's doing like dope rhymes yeah. on this like yeah. funky ass beat. He's saying like ridiculous shit. In the first verse, he drops an F slur and R slur. Yeah. First <laughs> verse. Fuck yeah. Oh, oh, F and R. He drops one that first bar, I think. Guys, uh, uh, slurs. Are you talking about slurs? Yes, I know. F and R slurs. Believe it or not. We're not. Jay, is using, Jay uses a slur. We're not the only ones dropping slurs. Guys, yeah, that's rough. And yeah. if you if you didn't know what the slurs are, they're faggot and retard. <laughs> Jesus. Look, here he goes. Well, thank you for tuning in to Deck One Tell. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Like right off the bat. The church and I stole the dough. Every oh, maybe Sunday, not. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. You look like an asshole. See, and you just said. <laughs> Alright, whatever. I don't like how they spelled Ima. That's one of my favorite. I mean, MMA? Come on. Who doesn't like MMA? It did make me feel manly. If only there was a horse on there. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I don't know where he drops the F slur. I can't remember. Yeah, he does definitely. I know what you're talking about. But I was so but happy. Still. I was like, hell yeah, I love it. <laughs> no way. Look, yeah, look. If you if you think we're using those those words to mean I was something just, hateful, get a fucking. Grip, I was just saying bro. the lyrics. Bro. Get a fucking grip. We're this chug- song's awesome. I'm a big little. fat dick, 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 dick. Like that shit's dope, bro. This whole yeah, yeah, song yeah. is sweet. I don't know. All this whole album could be on a like slept on ICP slept on or playlist. Yeah, bro. Right. See, bro, that needs to be clipped for the soundboard. Oh, that's I'm a good big one. fat dick, 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 dick head. That's good. Something satanic related. Yeah, clip that shit because. Uh, you know, somebody's acting like a jerk off. I'm a big fat dick, 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 dick head. Clip. Um, I do like the through line of like the people at the carnival, like on the. Uh, this skit is the song. shit. Like, this like song this rules. This song is amazing, but I really love this skit too. Oh yeah, same. Like, <laughs> remember this song? Oh yeah. You should write it, dude. And, you know that. I love the um. Kinda. They they do the conversations on this yeah. song like. Right here he goes. Uh-huh. 
prizes ain't shit. Even the biggest. It's a good story song. It's got the cheap ass It's got the scratching and shit. Ooh, Jester Beats. I'll take you up on that, buddy. I'll DM you. He said he'll, he'll, send, he'll send me a house of wax. Oh, shit. Is this Lex Diamond? Is it? Or is that just Jay, you think? It sounds like Lex. Oh, me. doing the voice? The zipper. Yeah, you're right. I can't tell if Legs is in there. It sounds like it's edited. It's high. It's pitched up. Maybe. I don't know who by who. But usually, when Jay does the high pitch, it's the it's like the um the announcer voice. You know that you know the really really yeah. I mean, every once in a while, he's kind of went a little higher, but that's when he's doing like the when he's imitating like a, a, a dweeb, you know? Yeah. Uh, I got my ticket, dude. You yeah. know, it's kind of that pitch, but and that didn't sound like that. I would yeah, think it sounded legs. like legs to me. Yeah. This, so if for those, that, well, I know we've been talking over it. This song is about, this song reminded me of like, um, kind of like Stardust from Twisted, where like they don't really say even what it is, but like it's like cha- life changing, you know? Yeah. The whole idea is they go on this ridiculous, shitty looking ride and it like blew their fucking mind, yeah. but they don't even yeah. talk about like what the ride is, you right. know? They're saying it's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, they keep riding it, and then the catches at, at the end, they ride it three times, and you, your life, you lose. Yeah. Like, right, yep. yep. <laughs> I, I love it, though. Like, they wrap it all up. Like, it's a fun, it's, it's, like it's a, a dark carnival ride. It's yeah. another one for the collection. Yeah. It's almost like a weird, it's also like a metaphor, too, for almost like a addiction or enjoying something, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're right. It because, could, like, if you would ride it just once or twice, you'd be all right. It's that third ride that kills you, you know what I mean? Yep. How come the fair is hiding it? It's tight, man. All the bars are tight. Somebody go call me out for not drinking a... I'm not drinking a... You know, I'm drinking Mountain Dew. Like, what the fuck? Come on, Just Chris. What are you doing, man? Ashamed of myself. I mean, we're all, we're all ashamed of you. Yeah, I know. You should be. I deserve I deserve the shame. Drinking Mountain Dew. What am I doing? I said Fago. Where I'm at in life. Fuck Mountain Dew. Exactly. At the very least at the very least, like I should have gotten like a moon you know, mist. RC or something. At the very least. That's like if you do have to go I'm drinking Mountain Dew. What am I? And you work at a store. I don't where am I at in life? Like, yeah, what that, am I even doing? That soda I got is from Virginia. I, I can't remember the to name. To be fair, of the, the shit at my my store basically sells Jones soda. That's it. They don't sell much a shit. Speak of our Health food, man. Health food. Um, this song, Jay. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say on this, Jay can, Jay kind of does some flexing, a yeah, little bit does. of acrobatic like lyricism. This is one of the only songs I even could could name where they're. It's just like. Bars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. There's no storyline. It's just them rapping. You know what I mean? Pretty sure what it's is just three, What is 324? That's how long the song is. Uh, it says 342, but they, there's a little skit at the end. Ah, uh, okay. Shit. Mm-hmm. See? 
I, I was listening to it in the car and I listened to the whole track and I was like, what the fuck does 324? Yeah. Because at first I was like, maybe he's talking about the three verses, 24 bars each. But then I listened to it. I was like, that's not the setup no. of the song. So I was like, it's just three and a half minutes yeah. of bars from Violent J. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, okay, shit, good shit. He like shouts out all his homies and like does all yeah. kinds of like random shit. They got like gunshots on parts. Like it's it's still well done. Like yeah, it, it has like the song. the murder um siren. The yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, yeah, he he's starts like. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keeps like doing that. You guys, you guys, I'm saying, man, he's just still, just still spitting, you know? Dude, three and a half minutes of just bars is pretty tricky. It's flexing, yeah, it's flexing. Like, that's a lot of writing. That's flexing, that's Jay flexing. Like, you, you, people don't realize how much, like, hooks take up time in a song, Absolutely, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It gives you a chance to rest your mind. It, it is tough to write just bars for that long. Yeah. You're talking... You know, four or five, if we were talking physical pages, you're talking like four or five pages of bars for sure. Yeah, see, <laughs> I'm saying he's, he's riding it well, spitting bars. He, he killed this shit. Uh, he he calls um he calls it the murder mitten. Have you heard of Michigan refer to that as that before? Um, <clears throat> murderous. When, I've when heard that the murder I, mitten. Well, murder when you mitten. say murder mitten, I just think of my ex-wife's puss. <laughs> 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 it reminds me of the movie right. Teeth, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Her murder mitten. Um, <laughs> no, there's a smell super dusty. It's like fish. Is that catfish? <laughs> I got some cone bread. <laughs> I, can, I can't. I can't. Oh I my think god! Is that is that Tato song? <laughs> I think it's this the song where he calls it the murder mitten. But the reason I bring it up is I never heard that until. Um, Isham says it a couple times on his new CD. Murder Mitten. Now, are they talking about a pussy? No, they're talking about Michigan. Oh, the, the Murder Mitten? I, Michigan looks like a mitten. Oh, so they call it the Murder Mitten. Yeah. Okay, so if Michigan's That's the wackest fucking name for it. Like, look, I'm oh. sorry, bro. That is whack, dog. It, murder it, Mitten. Where are you from? I'm from the Murder Mitten. Like, I mean, but come on. You can't say, like, you know. You can't There's say the, the killing glove, the killing, uh, uh, <laughs> the killing glove. Hey, uh, if, if, if Michigan's from the, the killing glove, if Michigan's the murder mitt and then Florida's the, well, well, it starts with an M and it, they both start with M. So murder mitt in Michigan, I guess that might be the thing. Like it has to use an M, but yeah, I just, I don't like, it's hard to make a mitten like gangster, you know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> or threatening. Yeah. Like if there was a serial killer out there and like every time he murdered somebody he wore mittens i wouldn't be afraid of that killer like that could be like dude he killed two people one block from your house i'd be like i don't give a shit he wears mittens bro like, no no i'd be like i you'd, you'd be like i don't give a shit and then they're like no bro 
He was wearing Flesh. mittens. <laughs> and you'd be like, what? what? I, what? Did you say mittens? mittens? Like, the things that kids wear when they're playing with snowballs? He'd be like, dude, like, we gotta yeah, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> but all these fucking real true but, psychopaths would wear mittens and murder people. But, but how does he How does he do things with his fingers? There's there's no mobile dexterity. They're like, That's he must be a mad. He only has one huge fucking finger. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's like a Lego man. <laughs> yeah, sorry. If you if you're someone out there who does have Lego hands, we're very sorry for making fun of you. Dirty glove. Yeah, to me, I, I would call it the love oh, oven glove. That's what he said. He actually says dirty glove. It's the love oven glove. He said he might. I say always both. think Shaggy has great names for pussies, like uh, Fuzzy Pickle Mitten. Yeah, yeah. That was a good. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think about this fucking weird song? This one I wasn't a fan of. I, I really like, like the what they're doing on this song, but this isn't a song you like listen to and like. This no. is a song you like experience. Like that was interesting and weird. <laughs> Next, yeah. like you know, it's a good song to listen to while you're taking a dookie. Yeah, it's like I just <laughs> hate how they're singing like. It's experimental as fuck. Yeah, it's 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 exper like yeah. I get there. I get it's supposed to be like kind of funny and bah, yeah, I just didn't like that. It's like yeah, I get it. They're asking the Zen of love, and he gives them like advice and shit. Like it, it's just supposed to be funny. Yeah, young wicked screaming. In it the just background has yeah. Shit. I was gonna say it just has like those weird like <laughs> like the shit that I hate. Like I don't. Know. <laughs> This song is way too long. It's five and it a half is. minutes long. It's extreme. We're only half <laughs> Zen of love. <laughs> but this song is uh, look. I'll get. I'll say this. Like I like the creativity and the thought put into this song. These kind of songs are like kind of rare these days. Yeah. It's like such a concept that like uh, even the the style of it is a concept. Yeah. I mean, it's, I guess it's their uh, evolution of shit like a love song and tunnel of love, yeah. but you know, they tried. Yeah, you know, it's probably my least favorite song on here, but I still yeah, that's like it, it a, kind of a bit. I think that's why. <laughs> I think I that's know. why compared to pretty much every other song on the album, it's yeah. not as good. Yeah, that's all. All right, I'm gonna. Um, I'm not saying that it's like horrible, but yeah, and that's another thing. It goes on for about two and a half to three There's minutes like, yeah, of this. It's way too long. Zen of love. You got the Zen of love. Like, you get like a young wicked just like experimenting in the lab, yeah. like. And Jay's like, "All right, bro." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Go leave it, man. That's sweet." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It almost sounds like it was just like uh, invented for like a, a theme song for like their podcast, you know? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and then this, this is, beca- yeah, this was shit predates the podcast for seven like, years or whatever. Like yeah. Jay and Young Wiggle like in the studio, <laughs> yeah. and they're like gunshots. And shit. Yeah. So weird. It's a very odd choice. But every other song on here, dope. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, I'll for still, that to I'll, be the weak, and for that to be the weakest song, not so bad. You know what I mean? For that to be the weakest song, because it's not horrible. I'm trying to decide if I'd rather listen to that or Queens. 
or Queens. I like Queens. I like Queens too, but I like that too. You like that one? That one you would listen to again? I mean, just like I said, it wasn't one that like you like put on and listen, like you experience it, but it's fun. My experience was Queens I, isn't very fun. My experience like, was I want to hit the next button. <laughs> It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't bad, but like for real, I I heard that one once, and I was like, "All right, that's enough. That's enough for Zen of Love." Fair enough. This shit is tight. This song is the shit. Young Wicked always kind of came like you know, pretty proper, but fuck them. You know, I was never a Young Wicked fan. Like, hundred percent. Like the guy can flow, but he has nothing distinguishing, in my opinion, other than the fact that he has a good rhythm. His bars aren't impressive. He just has a good rhythm. So he can do that. When I come back, and I want to be the one to bring the throwback, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go mad. Hit your ass in the ass with a paper bag. I'm a zigzag. You know, like, that. he just has that style. Here you go. It's always his style, though. When I'm coming to running, you coming dangerous. When I want to be running, it's mother dangerous. That's always his style. But it sounds cool. It does sound cool, but that's the thing. Like, he's a one-trick punch, so, like, by by song eight, it's like, all right, yeah, I've right. heard it. You're right. I'm done. I've heard I've been listening I've to a everything. lot of I've been listening to a lot of Young Wicked, like actually in the past couple weeks. I've been listening to Prodigal Son, which was his um Magic Ninja debut, I think. Yeah. And um he's doing a lot of like weird, like um like singing and shit. Like he's almost like trying to be like to like break through, you know? Yeah. And right. I, it's kind of shitty, but Corny. He, his next album was, he did, he changed to James Garcia and then it was uh, like whatever, but that yeah. album is actually dope as fuck. It it's is? like rap. All right. Nevertheless, I feel you. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he, he is kind of a one trick pony in that regard, but yeah. I think he's a, never impressed. Me. I think he's a very good producer and he's a great asset to a team. Somebody you want in the lab with you. Yeah. Truly. I could hear that. I mean, Jay like really was investing them or investing that time into him for a while. You know what I mean? He was like the future of psychopathic pretty yeah. much. But then, uh, you know, he let his dick move him around and then here we are. Yeah. And uh, Ouija kind of went into that path. And Ouija, no matter what you want to say about Ouija, one fact about Ouija is that motherfucker works. Yeah, I know. He that's work, why we work, don't, work, that's, work, works. That's, that's why we got fucking everyone sweating Ouija instead of Hoodoo because Hoodoo only re- releases an album every six years. Yeah, Ouija is constantly recording, and then when he hits stage, he's a fucking ball of energy. He knows how to interact with his fan. He knows his fan base. He knows how to reach out to those. He fans. just needs to get good at writing and recording and rapping, and then we'll be all Bro, good. Get out of here, Keezy. I will fucking. Set if he this, could just like get, get good at writing songs, over. recording songs, and then like putting them out. And so you're talking. So you're talking about like like what four albums ago when he was like he's he's always been dope, but like four albums ago he got like tight he found out his his like sound that four albums ago that was just like six months ago dude <laughs> <laughs> no i'm talking about real albums i'm not talking years. about i'm not talking about no 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 i'm talking about like solid he releases shit loads of like elo eps but it's almost like joker card type shit no he doesn't every yeah, album is an, an epic and it's every three months no not every three months hold on let's look at let's look at releases hold on he's released four albums this year for sure yeah, but this year, yeah, he's going ham. <laughs> uh, quantity. And there's no quality. way. No, 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 no. Look. 
this year, Quantity. Detritus and Hideous, right? And then he had the ones that he had in the gathering, right? Yeah. Which were just like indie indie releases. But then there's uh, Hide- uh, Problem Children, 2022, Wind, Fallen Angelic. The, all those, that's three in one year. Sorry, that was me. 2021, he had three. 2020, he had... No, those don't have his collab at once. Five. Four or five, yeah. 2019 one, 2018 two. He always does like at least one or two collab ones. Uh. Are you are you literally giving him bad marks for being a hard worker? Yeah. What? Yeah. For being in the studio, bro. Juice World, fucking uh, Tupac. Bro, these are people that stayed in the studio all the fucking time, and they have shitloads and shitloads of material even after they're gone. That's why Juice World's on his like fifth album after after his death. Yeah, he chose he not was, to release it though because he knew that shit was like not as good as his other shit. I will throw this mountain dude in your face, Keezy. Like that's the thing you need to be able to recognize when your shit's not as good and You're don't put it out, bro. You're incorrect, bro. No, I'm not incorrect. You yeah. need to be able to hold that shit incorrect. back. Jeffrey. Why do you think so many people are ripping his shit because he's fire, bro? It's, it's just because they're fucking sheep. Like, no, bro. It's just because you're you're not into because it's new cool. Wave. You just don't understand new music, bro. It's hip hop, and that's the thing. Hip hop is constantly. Evolving. I don't give a fuck about new music and you're or hip hop. I know, and you're old, and so the thing. I'm old too, but at least the thing is, at least I can appreciate the fact I love hip hop, and I can appreciate the fact that somebody like Ouija is just the new fucking wave of hip hop, bro. If you don't understand, yeah. guess what? Our parents didn't understand hip hop. Even if you have guess parents what? who our grew up parents, listening our, our to parents, fucking DJ Cool Herc, hey. he, he uh, <laughs> DJ Cool Herc. I bet you when his kid, when he was listening to fucking Tupac and shit, like he was like, he, "Yo, this is hip hop. This is dope." But hey, if my parents want to get a podcast and diss all the music I want, have at it. <laughs> I ain't listening to it. That's what hey. I say. But are, are you are, like? Bro, are you comparing Ouija really, to Tupac? No, no, not at all. Not at all. No, not at all. I'm just saying, not at all. Not at all. No, let's be okay. serious here. Let's be serious. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, you literally got people here. out here calling Ouija goat and stuff like that. That's like, silly. Other podcasters that's out there silly. calling Ouija goat. No, that's silly as fuck. If you're saying that, like Ouija they just is the say, like, oh, goat released time, a new. That's no, like fucking he is the goat. silly, bro. Oh. That's silly. Now, if you're using goat in a slang term, like, Somebody, oh, yo, you're dope as fuck. Like, you're goat. You look, know. Callie Green Too Fresh literally said Darby is the goat. I know, but you also, you're, I know, you're thinking of it in old Darby terms, though. It's slang goat. now. Goat is slang now. They're not saying literally the greatest of all time. It's just saying, like, they're dope as fuck. He's goat like, yo, you're goat yeah, as fuck. Yeah, yeah, you're goat. Yeah, you're, you're dope. But, uh... Yeah, that's just younger, younger cats. I, I, now that verse fair, you spit earlier today was goat. Green that is. was the goat. That verse you spit was the goat. It was goat. Yeah, it was, it was goaded. It was not goaded. It was goaded. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. See, but see, <laughs> no one could <laughs> like you just use the slang, I guess, properly. It was a stupid use Bro, I'm for it. Put, I'm gonna. Put, I don't agree I'm at all. Put that out on Broken Fort Spotify as a uh, single. Broken Fort Spotify as a single. It was horribly recorded live but it's always here on youtube anybody can always come and listen to it and you guys can come and listen to it on the pre-show you know the songs on youtube <laughs> oh by the way house of wax this shit is this is a great song this, this song is, is funky yeah and fun i like this song a lot yeah. i'm wondering why they didn't they chose not to make this track too i don't know this is yeah this should be the title track this track's whack. You think it's... Ah, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, man, I'm melting. That was a bad one. I can't help but sit still or stand still this entire oh, song. Sorry, guys. I can't, what a wax I can't hear job. you. I can't hear you anymore, man. 
This song, oh. this song is just in here, man. Oh, you got a lot of ear Too wax. Too much wax. <laughs> oh, man. You know, at first I liked this song, but on a second listen, it's kind of wax. Waxy. Yeah. This song, the song I was uh, listening when I was listening to Zen of Love under the table. I have to admit, I was waxing off. I'll tell uh, you, I'll tell you to give this song a wax on or wax off. I'll give it a wax on. Guys, guys, in Miyagi's words, guys, guys, Willy, Willy, we wax, we wax, we 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 wax, we wax. I'm stretching, David. Now, shout out, David. I'm stretching, guys. We wax, everybody. We wax, we wax, Chris. We wax. Just Quest. Oh, what's this bit? Let me feel your ass. I guess. Yeah, that's tight. You've been working out. It's waxing. Riding a bike or something? Not really. <laughs> uh, yeah, see how he was pitched up there. Uh, yeah, who, who uh, was it? DC that had like a contest or something like on his. Somebody I thought had like a contest on their page or something where they asked them. They were in the chat or in the Discord saying that they. Uh, I think it was DC Fago guy said he had like he put out that question that lyric and said if you know this lyric I'll give you. Well, let me feel this your thing. ass. Yeah, well that from from that skit, you know what I mean. What, what was the lyric? Do you remember? I've that li- was it. I've lived it that was lyric. That skit that he like he posted like, uh, "Let me feel your ass, bro," or whatever. Oh, I he see, said, I "What see. song is this from?" If you answer it, I'll give you something, and then yeah, I nobody see. could answer it. I, I didn't know it. I wouldn't have been able to answer it on the spot, but I have lived it. I've I've had I've someone lived. feel your ass. Yes, I literally did that before the show. Yeah. Oh, we I do. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, hey, bro, how you been, bro? Uh, how's your week? He's been good. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, can I can I grab your ass before the show? Let me feel that ass. It's like, yeah, sure. No problem. And then I squeezed it and I was like, ooh, I'm going to rap. I'm going to rap for you now. Yeah, it was DC Fago guys. Well, you did have a handful of cheek while you were rapping that entire time. The cameras were off. You couldn't see, so people didn't know. But yeah. Yeah. What do you think about this weird, weird song? This one? Take it out of me? Are they... Are they talking about a whack? Take it out on me. Oh, maybe he's talking about like the wiener. Yeah, it's, I mean, in that, yeah, I, that's why I love it. I mean, it's a good one, you know. I mean, uh, you had Zen of Love, you had the wax that could have been wax wieners, but take it out on me, take it in me is, uh, you know, it just you just accept it for what it is and you just let it, you know, you just let it slide in your whatever hole. You, if you it's your to, ears, you have your- to you have to let it in. You have to let it in deep. Um, you have to let them take it out, and then yeah. you have to take it in deep. I this you song, have to you have to hold it inside for as this, long as you can. I when I took the song in me, yeah. I I held it, and it, if I felt like a deep deep just feeling. You of, take the wax in your house. It's the house of wax. You yeah. take the wax. I felt like the shaft. Re- I definitely felt a release. Yeah. yeah, it like kind of goes in and the just wa- like the, it's there. And then you have that warm like, feeling deep inside. Like melted wax. And you like have to yeah. like how do you do it? How do you get it out? Like when you drip a you candle. Know, it, you're you just, like, I, I think you just have to get up and like for me when you're like, I take it out just, of me. I just had to get up and move around. You know, afterwards I just had to get up and move around and that got I think that got everything out of me. I took it out on me during the song. Yeah, absolutely. Vinny? I the air. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll stop. We'll stop. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Vinny. Here with us in spirit, brother. Not into not into incomprehensible tangents, I guess. Stay that bitch a pink sock. This song, though, is... Uh, I listened to this song, and then immediately... All 11 minutes of this song, and then immediately turn it on again. Yeah. I listened to 22 minutes of this song. Wow. 22 minutes? Jesus. 
and 14 seconds. Yes. I listened to it three times. So, I mean, I'm not bragging. I listened counting. to it uh, four, 40. Literally a half hour. No, it was 33. It was 33 30, minutes and 21 seconds. Yeah, that's what I had yeah. said. I was saying. Exactly oh, did, 33 minutes. did I say listen to it? I, I did actually listen to it. I know you did the math already. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually yeah. listened to it four times. Four Really? Oh, so you were listening Fuck. to it 40, 44 50, minutes and, and 28 20 seconds. Yep. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Well, Could you believe that? Well, I know you're not going to believe this. <laughs> I know this is almost unbelievable, but I listened to this song five times. Bro, you just oh, said so three you times. Were listening that's to 50, it. Yes. So you just said 50, three times. Did you just say three times? I know, but I listened to it five times total. I didn't want to brag. I didn't want to boast in front yeah. of you. You took a break. You, you probably you know, bro, I did that same thing. Let's do it six times. You you took a you took a seven minute and thirty second break, so you 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 were <gasps> Wait. you were there the entire the entirety of foot. Honestly, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot the fact. I totally forgot the fact that you and me listened to it twice. You yeah. know what? I forgot. So I listened to it eight times. So that's eighty-eight minutes, dude. I actually turned it and, on and uh, then fifty-six. Put, seconds. I turned it on. I accidentally, I accidentally <laughs> turned it on and put on repeat and it fell asleep. So I actually listened to it the whole time last night. I was asleep and then woke up and watched YouTube for four hours in my bed and then it was still playing and I didn't even realize it. So how many? <laughs> 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 uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my All right, about this song though. About this song. <laughs> about this song. What's that? What's what's it got me cracking up? Is for just a split second, I literally was started doing the math in my head. I was like, "All right, so that's like 40 hours." All right, all right. Uh, that's great. All right, you guys ain't gonna believe this though. I did listen to this song for one day straight, but I, I'll tell you what it's about. Do you okay. know what's about? What's I, it about? I mean, all those many times I've listened to it, I don't know. All right, this song's actually dope. Like the the story, it's a full story. It's it, it's akin to Amy's in the Attic, Prom Queen, um, in my room. I would put it in the same category as all these. It's just. <laughs> I got, to, I got to turn it down. <laughs> He's, I'm, I'm eating, it's like the disembodied this, scream. This fits though. This fits because I'm eating a mint Kit Kat and I got some chocolate in my hand and I rub my eye and I got the mint in my eye. So in my brain, that pain of the You're mint screaming. in my eye was exactly what Jay was doing. Ah! It's like having fucking Vaseline in my eyes. Right. So this song is about how he bought this house and it had a. It came with a ghost. Her name is Molly, yeah. and she's she's mad. She got stabbed to death when she was twenty years old, and um, she still haunts the house and haunts him. And he fell in love with her, so he is okay with her haunting him and filling his butt his bed with bugs, filling his butt, filling his butt with bugs, butt bugs, bed bugs, filling his bed with bugs and bud with bed. He, she filled his bud. What's new, she, right? She filled his bud with bed in this song. Oh, oh my okay. god! So oh. then, at the end, he just is like, "Take it out on me. I don't care. I love you. Just deal. I'll deal with it." Oh, so and then so and then it's just like six minutes of her torturing him. Yeah, and he's like. <laughs> that was perfect, Dijon. <laughs> Wait, let me turn it up and see if this sounds good on there. 
There's like monsters and shit. It's so weird that they chose to drag this out for 11 minutes. Sounds like a cat. I like the scratching. Yeah, I'm always down for that. It reminds me of like old school shit from like uh, Riddlebox and Remaster era. I think that's, it sounds like scratching. sounds to me like a cat with a bad attitude. Oh yeah, you know it, brother. Take it out on me. It, the screaming does sound like a cat with a bad attitude. It does. Take it out sounds like a cat with a bad attitude. Hold on, that was not Chris. That was not that was Chris. Chris. That was actually Violent J. <laughs> I was doing some of the crazy I screams. Even, I need to cop that. Yeah, I was gonna say, Stop and there's it. still three minutes. Yeah. Stop, Stop it. <laughs> that it was not work. us either. That that loogie clear. All these uh, sound effects. We're gonna stop making crazy sound effects. So that you can, so that you can enjoy Jay's musings. There's still two more minutes of this. Yes, Jay's musings. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Vinny. I agree. Uh, fuck. That sounds like a cat with a bad attitude. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. I agree. You had to find the right time. I agree, Vinny. I forgot what the fuck it was. <laughs> Thank you, Vinny. I agree with you. <laughs> oh, shit. This is, this is so funny. So we're at nine minutes of this 11-minute track. Out on me. So, so is it just... And then, well, fade point, out with rain, or well, I think there is some like. Oh no, there's like a little scr- Yeah, there's a skit at the very, very end, but it might just be rain. Hold on. Let's see. Hold on. Sit nine forty eight. Okay, yeah. That was actually in the song. All right, here. That's it. And then they. Uh, okay, here we'll wait for the little skit because it ties in with the uh, one from earlier. Hold on. Here it comes. The skit's coming. Get ready, guys. Here it comes, I swear. Take it out on me if it's it, about uh, to happen. Here it comes, I swear to God. Two seconds from now. You're about to hear it. You lying son of a bitch. <laughs> you, you lying. You see, you. We're not sorry if we tricked <laughs> you. <laughs> I swear, there's a trick at the end. I didn't play it. I'm sorry. You. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, hey. All right, I did trick you. The unveiling. Sorry, guys. I did trick you, and I actually am sorry. They made you. They made you. He made you stick around. <laughs> what do you know? I swear, there's a skit, bro. Maybe it's only if you have the CD. No, I listened to it earlier. Every night I'm hustling. They see. There it is. Hold on. Cool beans, man. Why didn't it play on here? That's stupid. That's oh, really no. dumb. They fucked it up. They fucked Go it up. Spotify. Go figure. No, I'm on Spotify on my phone. It's just my computer for some reason. Go figure. Oh, it's going to play. We're going to play it through the mic. <laughs> Technology at its finest, folks. Oh, I'm going to play it. I'm going to make you guys listen to this game because it's so worth it. It's- hey, what's up, player? Ben, where you been, homie? Oh, shit. I was just 
at the racetrack with my brother. Cool beans, man. Peel out. What? Take your shirt off. What for, man? <laughs> see, man. I know you got a six-pack. Show me. Let me see your back, man. Why? I know you got some back muscles. I do back rubs. Come on, let's go behind the shed over there, man, and I'll do you up. Uh, all right. No gay shit? That's it. <laughs> no gay. Uh, no gay shit, and then silence. <laughs> I wonder if that's like Jay, like getting out some demons, because in behind the paint, he talks about that neighborhood kid who tries to like get him to suck his dick. Oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe his trauma. He tells him like, "Suck my fucking dick, or I'm gonna fuck you up." That might have been him just getting his trauma. Jay says out. he got down on his knees and then like fucking ran. He yeah, got down mean? on his knees and marry me. Ran. Oh, which ran, ran. he fucking ran. He ran, guys. Good good on you. <laughs> he man. ran so far away. Hey, I want to try to make you suck their dick. You got to run, man. I did want to talk about this. I know you didn't read it because you left yours. Yeah, but I, did. I read it and I took five minutes to read this right before the show. Yeah. This Blaze comic is what I'm talking about. This Blaze one shot uh, comic that came out yep. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Not great. Mm, not great. Man. That one, it's actually not a great disappointing. It's it's actually not not a great read. It's actually disappointing because oh you actually read I, I never read those uh, what are they comics I just look at the pictures <laughs> uh, I uh, go ahead tell me the what happened what what kind of oh, piss, words I've heard of those what kind of pisses me off about it is they yada 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 over the only important not important the only interesting part of Blaze's story which is why he, did he become Blaze your dead homie right yeah they literally I'm not kidding you. Yada 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 over it, like, and by that I mean like, the 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 story starts out with Saturday afternoon. Literally, lyrics from the song are playing in the little bubbles. It's kind of cool, but that gets old very quickly because you literally can't stop like just singing lyrics because yeah. every single chat bubble out of Blaze's mouth for the rest of the comic is like lyrics. Oh, it's kind man. of aggravating, and like even the little like tomorrow like that those little boxes are yeah. often like lyric. It's very like overdone. Oh man, and. So besides that, the yada 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 part, they um, like Sorry, well, when did Tech Nine get in there? <laughs> did he have a cameo? Or? Yada, yada, yada. yada 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 or Tech Nine does show up. ICP shows up at some point. Tech Nine they, actually te shows up. Oh, I, I'm sorry. ICP shows up with Tech Nines. They oh, okay. they oh, okay. they are the ones that kill Blaze. No, I'm just kidding. None, okay. none of that. Okay. <laughs> that would be no. great. Um, no, for real Fuck. though. For real, yeah, though. I was about to go buy it right now. <laughs> yeah. For real though. Oh, what? Like the. Anyways, long story short, I'm spoiling the comic for you guys real quick. Yeah. Here's how it goes. Blaze is robbing. He gets killed. For some reason, he gets killed, and there's a couple frames of Twisted digging him up. Twisted mm. are digging him up, then with and they have some ghost bitch with them. I imagine that has something to do with their comic. I don't know, but oh, okay, they dig him up and it's like there he we've done it. And then the next frame is like Blaze, like like I go to work and like <clears throat> and like he's like then he's it's just him killing people the rest of the comic. I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh. And like yeah. they, they don't even say like why he's doing that, why they brought him back to life. No. Who well, isn't, he is. isn't the lore like he got killed? By like some rival gangsters or something like he was a G. He got shot in the head. Yeah, and then uh, 
Once in Came the chest, from, yeah. twice in the that, You'll yeah. know. It's all in there. And then, yeah, yeah. And then he comes back, and what would have been. That's why he came <clears throat> back, just for revenge, right? What would have been a great, I think, story. But he's never gotten that revenge. He's never caught up. That's why he's a rapper. Yeah. He's a rapper to get exposure so that he can travel the world and try to find the person who busted a cap in his fucking. But there's no, no, well, that's no, what I'm saying. That would have been a great three act story. Is like it, it it started with him and like in his gang life, like his actual real gang yes, life. That's what it is. They build up characters. They build up his enemies. He gets shot and he comes back and it's a revenge story. Yes, right. that, that, it you should know. have ended. The comic should have ended with like him coming back. Like yeah, that like. Hey, I'm I'm going to get my yeah, and, and it, it should have been twisted doing the like incantation and explaining why yeah. and and what about him and that and there's none yeah. of that and build up a big bad that uh, of a rival gang yes. that killed him. There's absolutely know? no story. Yeah, it's that, Blaze dies, Twisted digs him up, and he kills people. That's well, all that happens. It's gonna be. It's you got to think. It's all gonna be up to the writer and director of the comic book and the artists, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And none of which in the book are especially gifted. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can tell everyone, the artist, the, the, uh, the, uh, author, all of that. You can, and I mean, the author is just his lyrics, but whoever thought yeah. that the director, you know, whoever created this comic, um, I mean, Rob Humphreys, let's call let's say it, he's the guy that wrote it. He's, he's the guy that he's a writer. Oh, excuse then, yeah. me, Rob Humphrey. He, yeah. He um they had him on Juggalo Rewind. I listened to him his interview with him. Like he's a Juggalo and he's like into this shit and stuff. But yeah. it's just I think he just went a little almost like he was like went overboard with it. Like I yeah. it could have been something more simple. Just tell like Blaze's little like story. Something well, about him. There's no story. To be fair, to be yeah. fair though, he might have also not known if he was even going to get a second or third, a chance to do a second, third, right? Da, da, da. That's this is a one shot. That's yeah. fine. Well, I know, but if, uh, but I think this would have done a lot better as like a three shot. Let me let me write it. Carver will draw it, <laughs> and we'll do. We, I, I'll help you write it. I mean, I I know how to write a three act story. You have you have to build. You have to do character development. You have to have a big bad. You have to have a bad guy. Bro, yeah, we you have you have to have if, if if he's coming back to life after he's been shot, then it obviously has to be revenge. Bro, this is, like, this is like 18 pages. Like yeah. We could easily write and yeah. uh, draw that. I mean, yeah. I, I, no joke. Like I, that, say, that, I'm, I couldn't, but you guys. No, you could be. You, we could all write. I'm just saying like. I'm just, I couldn't write it. I couldn't. I, I mean, I, I could help write ideas. I can't edit it into an actually good written bro, I could thing. Th I could throw it together in, the, in an app or whatever and print it. Yeah, get AI to write it. <laughs> yeah. get, get AI to write it. And we'll get AI to draw it, too. Blaze yeah. you that homie sets fire. Blaze you that homie anyway, burns. I, I really can't. I honestly can't recommend the comic. Don't buy it. If you get he it for free. Beer with the homies. If you get it for free, check it out. If you want to get one for Blaze Assign, but if you're if you want to get it for collectors, sure. But if you want a good comic book, it's not one. I'll there say that. Yeah, yeah, get it as a fan of Blaze. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not you know mad. I bought it or anything. That's yeah. why I'm. I bought it. But as I, I wish. Of, yeah. I wish it was better. No, no, 100. percent As a fan of Blaze, though, you got to have it in the collection. You yeah, know what I mean, I, I haven't mean, read none of the Twisted comics. Maybe they're of the same caliber, and if so, that's yeah. disappointing. Twisted is not as good as the IC. I think it goes in that order: ICP comics, Twisted comics, yeah. and 
I haven't really read much of the Blaze comic, so I yeah. can't give an honest review. But this I'll is the only Blaze comic. Well, that's what I'm saying. I haven't read enough of that. I've only seen little bits of that. Uh, and everything up, yeah, everything I've seen has been like, yeah. <laughs> and, the, so you, you, uh, and the ICP comics were good. They weren't great. Right, right. Don't get me wrong. ICP comics convoluted. Were they, they, yeah. were pre- they were pretty good. They, but they weren't great. But yeah. they, but they had it was a revenge story. Those for that first arc, you know, against the big bad guy of the music label. Yeah. yeah. Right after they came back and stuff, and then it built up to like a demon that they were working with twisted and shit like that. And you know, they had a rivalries and stuff and actually something to work towards. If, if this comic doesn't have that, no one's going to give a fuck. It's not going to be a story that sticks with blaze. I don't think. Well, check it out or don't you won't, you will be disappointed if you want a good comic. All right. Anything else, guys? No, guys. I'm thinking we did it, it for we me. did it, man. We did a two, full two-hour show. That was yeah. fun. Oh, I did, uh, the last nasty. the last thing I do want to mention is everyone check out the fuck out of here. Yeah, fuck out of here. Fuck it, hey, get hey, hey, fuck out of here, man. Fuck out of here. Fuck it, ended, man. We're fucking yeah, into this shit. Somebody said. Somebody said. Why the what gang crosses out use? Oh, um, I, I and I said fuck you. That's why. Yeah, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck you. There is no you. Only him. <laughs> fuck out of here. Get him out of here. Look, look for more fuck out of here eventually. But yeah, doing? absolutely. He's the shit. Uh, fuck him out of here. You know, um, it's it's uh the 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 identity of him. We're not totally sure, <laughs> but we think we know who it, it like. Who he's? I mean, we definitely know who it sounds like, but we are, we're not fuck sure who it is. You don't know yeah. who it is. If you think who it is, fuck out of here. You don't know shit. You don't know nothing. <laughs> All right, bro. Let's shuffle out of here. Yeah, absolutely. All right, y'all. Thank you. And love from deck one down. Slide it, baby. Say the say the line. We'll slide it back into the deck. <laughs> You need a line. Show us your dicks. No, no I said dicks. <laughs> yeah, don't show us your dicks. Deck beaters, deck builders. Peace I need a line. Smoothie, shout out Smoothie, Derek Bruno, Valentine, the Southwest Case, Rose, Esther, B. Everybody in the chat, yo. Here you go. Here you go. Just.